you know, I think one of the last things I didn't want to bring up, and I don't know how people feel about this, but um, Dan Bongino, you know, came and he said there's this thing called Calmaris, which is a radio distributor. They distributed his, his show to hundreds of companies or, or hundreds of stations across the nation. And he said, basically, it's either you keep me or, you know, but, but you have to get rid of the vaccine mandates for your company. Um, or you lose me if you decide to keep the vaccine mandates. Yeah. Right. Everyone's like, and then it was people like sharing this. And, and, and like, this is the problem that I have with it is Fox has a vaccine mandate for their employees. They said, that, hold on, that was disputed. Was it disputed? Yes. Because I know Tucker Carlson said that there wasn't, yes. but then somebody did further digging and it is. But guess what? Hold on, keyword, not for entertainers. Yeah. But for like, not, so, not so for talent, the entertainers. Yeah. As far as I understood. Okay, so it, okay well, that, that's a distinction then. I did not know that distinction. Because that but would be- I, That's what I heard. Would, I don't know if that's true. It would be a distinction. That's, that's kind of fucked up. No, it would be. It would be completely bullshit, <laughs> fucked up distinction. Well, it's the like, same- Well, because same it's, the same, it's the same way that they're able to have the VMAs and the Golden Globes, and they don't have to wear masks, but all the help has to wear masks because they say, yeah. oh, well, they're part of a production. So, well, and that's why I find what if Dan Bongino really had stones, like if this is true, what I heard, if that is true, he is vaccinated according to the post. Um, that was posted underneath it. It said, like, he is vaccinated, he was told to be vaccinated by his doctor because he had cancer, sure, you know, but he's 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 not doing this because of Fox's mandate, basically, is what they said, not because of his mandate to get the vaccine, but because of the other. And I sat there and I just go. Well, so maybe he is mandated to get it, but I'm just sitting there going, it's not very cool. Like, yeah, you can lose maybe, let's say, a million dollars. You have to stand up for the people that can't stand up for themselves. Like, you are in the position. He is doing, which I hope he does. He's not taking the full measure. He's not going all the way. He's not like, I'm quitting Fox. If Tucker Carlson is in Dan Bongino, if they're having a semantic argument about, like, who is and isn't mandated to be vaccinated at the company they work for, if they really believe that, then they should quit. I, mean, I, I think. I think though the important thing is contracts. This is way different. These people have contracts with millions of dollars invested, and they can't just. Well, quit. then they can say it. Then they can just you be can, transparent yeah. about it. Yeah, maybe. I maybe mean, honestly, if if Tucker Carlson were to come out and say, "Be like, listen, we do for our understaffers. We have a vaccine mandate. The talent, quote unquote, does not have to be. There is no mandate for the talent." But I appreciate, I understand that, and I'm going to be fighting for their rights, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Well, then you can kind of. Yeah. That's, like Kyrie Irving. Like yeah. Kyrie Irving. Just like that. You Kyrie can, Irving yeah. literally sacrificed all the money he's going to make, like 30 something million dollars this year, and to not play. Um, and it, it's pretty incredible thing. I mean, good, and I, good, oh, this is, people that can do this stuff, like if Kyrie Irving is in a position where he can do that, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Because you need yes. you need public figures. You need people that can withstand the financial. Here's the only problem with Kyrie Irving. What's what? He was a flat earther at one point. Hell yeah. yeah who was. cares? And honestly, though, have you ever looked into it? <laughs> so have you ever so looked is into every it? UFC fighter, apparently, too. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, dude, I miss Eddie. He has like, I wonder if him and Joe Rogan had a falling out because they never talk about it. Like, I've never heard him talk about him. Like, I don't know. I'll wonder. call Joe. I'll be like, yo, where's that Bravo yeah. magic? Well, dude, like, it, he was kind of, and, and like the thing that, 
He was crazy, but he was so some of the best episodes because you can watch a fight. Really are you can watch a fight companion that has nothing to do with the fight. And Joe Rogan is like Eddie. Stop doing this. Only after like, a I, while. Only after like it was no, like the fifth time. No, he did it got, it. Yeah, I know, but it got to the point where Joe was getting pissed. You know, Joe was getting annoyed. Like I felt like how I felt, like talking about anarchy all the time, and you guys are just like, "Oh my God, please just stop! Like just stop this, <laughs> stop this madness." Um, like that. I so I I I, I acknowledge like I that's how I when you watch Ian on Timcast, and like fucking just Tim is like, "Hey, Tim's gotten better." Oh, okay. Why? Uh, we'll, we'll I just feel why. Okay, I've well, I've only watched a few of his stuff, but I have I didn't watch like for almost a year because he just annoyed the hell out of me, and it just seems like he's treating the people on his podcast better, and he's having conversations with them, and he's not like so, like before he would just like talk to them, not talk with them. Yeah, I think he would just talk at them. I think it's a really hard thing to learn. You know, I think that's something you got to learn, like to be a host of something. And he, it's all, it's really about the person too. Because if you listen to Lily Tang's episode, it's one of the best episodes he's ever done. Lily Tang Williams. Uh, you should watch it. It's awesome. Uh, probably like two, three or four months ago. And it's a, and, it, or like, you know, there was this Jewish guy from New York when like all the Jews were fighting against like New York City and stuff and they were closing down their parks and they were like, you know, dancing in the street and shit. That like it depends on the that person. So like they would come on and they would just dominate the room. They would just dominate the conversation, and uh, and Tim would you know maybe yeah he's like whatever because he didn't want to be offensive whatever. But um, it, it's it, it's a tough thing to do, man. Especially when you know you got the tens of thousands of people watching you. It, it, it's I I kind of give him a little bit of leeway and the amount of pressure, dude. The amount of content that comes out of that fucking house is absurd. It's absurd. The amount of content they're pushing out. Every day he's being filmed. All day he's being filmed. Like, it's insane. Like, he's got Cast Castle now. And he's always on the camera. He's always traveling because they have to keep it interesting. So he's got to go do stuff. He's got to, like, you know, like, it, it's a lot of work. And then he cr created that new show, uh, Inverted World, with that guy. Like, it's a bunch of, like, found mystery stuff. They got the new show. The Green Room's getting started up. They're doing uh, stuff... Uh, live shows and performances for people so like it's a lot it's a big thing he's running and i i think I, that's why i give him a little bit of like leeway i do give him a lot of leeway because i feel like what he's doing is like he just bought i think like 50 acres he's building something called freedomistan um you know like it, it's so he's really impressive building a business an empire it's an empire. Like it, it'll be a, a, it's big. It's gonna be bigger than the Blaze if they keep doing it the way they're doing it. Like it's huge. It's massive what they're doing. Well, the he has gotten better. I, I kind of like him again. He's cool. not been pissing yeah. me off. So I mean, I'm like back you like, on the Tim pool. I will sometimes. His videos are just too negative. I'm like, you know what, dude? Like I don't really feel like listening to this today. Like that would be me. Like sometimes I wish he was more positive. That's why I love Michael Malice. The Glenn Beck interview, because I think a lot of people feel... Michael dispaced. Malice, is that the anarchist? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Malice is... Yeah, you sh and you should listen to his stuff. It's actually pretty no, interesting. No, I've listened to him. Yeah, the, listen to the Glenn Beck one, I think. Because Glenn Beck is, is kind of feeling how a lot of Americans, especially on the, the right, you know, or freedom people, just want freedom. They just want to live. Um, and the despair that he has, and how lost it all feels, and... Then there's Michael Malice, like, what, you're scared of AOC? 
You're scared of Don Lemon? Like these idiots? You know, these people that think they are actually smart and they can really, they're morons. And just hearing that and just feeling that and just that's something that we need more of in this world. I want to be more positive. I want to bring more light to the world. I don't want to be this angry, disgruntled, mad at everything, hate everything, because it doesn't accomplish anything. And despairing doesn't bring us anywhere forward. You know, like, look at the left. They're so stagnant and just de just decrepit little fucking bitches. Yeah, because they don't not, want anything. They're not solution orientated. They're only well. They are. They're just, no, their solutions no, I, are insane. Well, I think, but I think they're only problem orientated. Like most people cannot articulate what they want as a solution, other than like yeah. more government, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, uh, and this is, I think, is the sometimes, and and I think it's kind of turning around, like Michael Malice and stuff. Like, it, this has also been the problem with like libertarians for a long time. They have no practical solutions to the problems that face the world. Well, the new libertarian is completely different than the one 10 years ago. No, what I'm saying is I think there is a new wing of people that have solutions, ideas. They want to try things. They want to go out there and stretch it a little bit. Let's see yeah. what we can accomplish. Let's see what we can well, do like, during under a different kind of guise. Like, let's see what we can accomplish. Yeah. And I, yeah. I do appreciate that for sure. Cause yeah, uh, even myself is like we're talking about Tim Pool. Like Tim Pool is just for a long time for me. It just became very redundant. Like and it was not. It's and hard. It, and it was not solution orientated. Like I understand. Like I yeah. think. I like I said. I think most people identify the problems, but then what do we do about it? Like what do we do about it? That's yeah. actually productive. That's not self serving. Also, this is another yeah. big problem with libertarian shit sometimes. It's it's very like me centric, which I think has its place, but it also has its uh its its well, its bounds as well. You're, well you're, I, you I, want you want to you want if you want a large mass of people to join in on your movement and your ideological perspective, your mindset, you have to give them more than doom and gloom and hey, it's better. This is how we got Joe Biden, right? Like it's you have yeah. to have something better than well, it's not the other thing you hate. Oh, like, yeah, it's like the, in the established, you know, like socialists, it's all social. Like, dude, listen, we're over the socialist crap. This is beyond socialism. This is beyond, con this is something else. This is something new. Well, this I, is, I think it's, this a, is, it's a modern permutation of socialism. I think that's... No, no, I, I think it's something completely different. Well, I think I, you don't think like somebody like uh, James Lindsay, like, ha like, I don't agree with all of his, like, he's, yeah. tactics because yeah. he just says... He has too much fun being a troll. I think he's on Twitter. He's that way. He's not their way. Anywhere. No, but no, but but the, the problem is that like like I said, like they only have these bullets if you give them to them. And it, he's such a smart guy, like, and he has such like a deep well of knowledge. And I know that he does it to get attention to try to bring the people that are willing to listen to listen to him. Like I get, I understand why he functions the way he does. But goddamn, man, like. Sometimes right, it I just feel it doesn't bother me. No, but no I, I, don't know. I don't think about myself. I don't think about people like you yeah. or I or Michael. I think about like just the average person that doesn't know anything about this stuff. That's not like plugged in. That's not Twitter, though. That's not people who are on Twitter. That's not people who people who are on Twitter do not. They know. Well, I, I think that's like, fair. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's I, fair I think thing. Twitter that's is. A, that's computer. why when you go to his YouTube and you listen to his podcast, it's like it's all business. Different. It's all business. Yeah, yeah. Like I think everyone knows when you go to Twitter, like 
But I think you got to be catching. I, you got to be catching any flies you can. Like you, re- yeah. Like but we I, are we are at a, we are at this apex moment culturally, where like you got to catch whatever flies you can. Any no, way I, you I can. Don't, I don't. I don't think. I, I don't know. And I don't know if like being. I don't know if that works beyond the people that already agree with you. Is what I'm saying. No, I, I disagree. I, I think the main way. Uh, is pro- being provocative. Yeah, you're going to lose a lot, but you'll catch 1%, 2% at a time, maybe one or two people. Uh, but there are people who just haven't been exposed to the, these ideas or whatever. I, I just, I think the pro- being provocative and being, you have to be that way. Well, you cannot tool. sit yeah. back. You cannot just sit back and just let people beat you and beat you and beat you no, I agree and with ridicule you. you. And like, that's where, but like you have, and that's why what we're dealing with is so much different than communism or socialism. And and yes, like maybe in like a technical term, it would be communism or some sort of like top down economic system where the top controls everything. But I think it's even more. Pre- it's slavery. And that's really what it is. Like well, communism no, well, no, well, we, in practice we, we ends up slavery. We literally but. have people and it's a it's a growing segment in this country. It's it's starting to not be the minority that will just give over all authority for comfort for convenience, and that's why this I is, want to destroy the government. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> you. No, but like, like that's that's a real thing, and I understand. Yeah, you want to destroy destroy the government. I don't know if that's gonna happen in our lifetime. And I well, think, at least I use think, the government think, to destroy itself. I think it's good to have these these camelots, these ideals, these things that we work towards. But I also think that we have to practically deal with the reality that we live in because we all have ideals. We all have principles. We all have our Camelot. We all have that. We may never reach it, but it gives us something to move towards. In the interim, to get there, the steps that we have to take to get to Camelot, I think we got to be smarter about. And I think we have to be I think we have to be better than the people that we dislike even though and i don't know what the proper pathway is because i've said okay this, I, i've said i know okay temple i've no i've said this many <laughs> times before talking to dan about anarchy and stuff right okay well how do we try to get there and that needs to be the and i and i do feel uh, that that is the new movement that's kind of burgeoning well, like, it's growing it's, it, it's coming up like how do we get there how do we practically deal with the reality we live in the people that okay. we live with how does that happen I don't know. I think I, I think the very simplest way is this: is the ba- way the reason why we're in the position we are today is really consumerism. That is like I think Michael Soler gets it right. I agree when he talks the consumerism Con- where people culture. are viewed. Well, no, but beyond that, where companies view people as money, as a consumer, they don't view them as human beings, right? You're, like that's really everybody's the main driver. Yeah, yeah. So like I think that's part of it. You lose the human element, um, but I think the real way to to do it. Uh, you know, like anarchy, uh, you know, everyone thinks Antifa's anarchy. They're not, they're, they're fascists, you know, this, that, or the other. I think the simplest way is just ignoring, ignoring the powers that be. And I think, you know, when it comes down to, there's a million ways that things could go wrong, you know, sure. In any system, in any way, just like how, how we got here now is because of the constitution. It's because of the framework that was put out by the ability for it to be a living document. It's part of it. That's part of the reason. You know, that's a good thing, right? Because good things have happened because of it, but far worse things have happened because of the Constitution than good. It was the people in defiance of government, and it's always been that way. 
um, people who defy the government are the ones uh, that usually are proven to be right yeah, most of the time. Yeah, but which is also baked into the Constitution. Like, this is, it's a living document, well, as you say, and it's up to people to safeguard it and to protect, yeah, but it's, 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 to protect its, like, fundamentals. Yeah, Things well, will the, always the change because people change. Culture no, changes. I, I get that, but when we're talking about, like, democracies, like, democracies don't work. You know, when, when like everyone says, well, Joe Manchin is not, you know, he, he's hurting our democracy. Well, he's not a part of a democracy. He's part of a republic. It's a completely different system, you know, a function. Well, that's just so like, people don't understand our system of government. I mean, that's not. Well, no, I know, but it, it, I, I understand. And maybe they don't understand it. But the thing is, the politics, the, po the political structure we have is what's driving a lot of this. And the government, when it's political, it's always bad. And because and, politics is a form of religion, the Supreme Court has uh, stated that it is a part of a moral compass. Your internal monologue can be driven by your political uh, choices. Um, so in itself, it's a moot point to me. But we need to the Constitution may have got us so far, but that doesn't mean we can't evolve past the Constitution and say we just don't need it anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's not the Constitution is not does not grant us our rights. The whole point of the Constitution is to say you are born with rights. Yeah, there is a di no, I, uh, yeah. and that's not going anywhere. I don't think. Yeah, but like it's just like anything else in life. You need something that says that for people to acknowledge it and for people to uh, remember and to, it, and, and to people for also people to abuse it. Yeah, of course. There's always a, yeah. the pros and cons. There's always negatives. There's two sides to it's everything. Like, but it's like, like the fucking but the like, Pope has lost his mind. The Pope is crazy. The Pope is crazy. Well, that's why, like, and I don't have if you were, and I don't have to listen to him. Yeah, but if you're Catholic, you don't have to listen to the Pope. Like, it's that's not even how that system works. A lot of people, I know. fundamentally misunderstand that. It's only yeah. when he speaks from Peter's chair that you're supposed to like take that as rote as dogma. Um, even then, even then, no, that's sorry, what. It's, well, no, but that's what it's supposed to be because if he's speaking from Peter's chair, he's speaking for God. That from that, the rock. That from is the rock. that's that's the deal. That's the deal with that. The Pope can say That's, and have his opinions just like anybody else about a myriad of topics. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. Dude, he, he fucking met fucking goddamn fucking Nancy Pelosi. Joe Biden's there right now. Yeah, Dude, they're, they're all in on it. Oh, man. Fuck it. No, the, the modern church, the modern Catholic church especially is very. It's woke. It's woke. But it has been for a long time. No, I know. Yeah, but Dan, you know, my why, wife why wouldn't he meet with them? Oh. Well, well my, I don't think. Well, my I don't wife, think the question is he shouldn't meet with them. I don't think that's no. The, yeah, it's, it's, you should. Have you been reading his statements lately? Like no. Like talking how George Floyd is like comparable to like a saint. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's kind of like, like crazy, out of touch. I live in a bubble. Shit, right? Like, like, he, like he it's just, it's very. He's talking about so like basically max vaccines should be mandated well, for the first time. His Praetorian guard stepped down. Two people. Well, and in, he also, in history. I mean, because he said like. Uh, there is no legitimate religious exception exemption exemption yeah. for the for yeah. the vaccine which doesn't <laughs> even matter but yeah no but you yeah, guys got to understand like the whole thing the whole the whole history of the church is steeped in statism okay that's why they say they even have a clause for it pay unto caesar what is due to caesar pay unto god what is due to god okay yep. that means like do your part as a citizen, trust your government, pay your government, et cetera, et cetera. 
They're, well, I th- I th- they're I th- part I th- and that parcel. Was not to combine the state and religion. That's kind of the way I always view that one, but I guess it's up to interpretation. Well, like, no, but it, you could say it's up to interpretation that they shouldn't mix, but what is the subtext of that? Like, what is the subtext of that? Like, listen well, to the listen, government. I, I, listen I, to I, your I government. Talk, My wife used to it, say, she says this quote all the time. I can't remember who said it, but it's, uh, religion is the opiate of the masses. It is there to corral you. It is there to keep you in check, and it always ends up being in support of whatever draconian state apparatus exists. And then you have yeah, that, offshoots. You have people that go and do their own things, and they're persecuted for it, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's something yeah, that's but, happened over and over again in history. It's very cyclical. Yeah, but it, 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 the, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's because of the sheep herd mentality. And I think that no, can you need to any, look into the, the but, relationship between the state and the church since, I, since I have, fucking inception. And, well, I, well, I, I, yes, they were a political organization because they had to just survive. Kings, no, uh, no. You know, what do you think? Kings but, used to appoint popes and bishops. Like there is nothing. Oh holy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no. I'm there's talking before huge, that. I'm talking like I know, way but, before that. But the tradition of what, like, what that means has continued. And if you can't, yes. like, you are seeing it in sterling lights with the yes, new with yes. the with the pope that right now, like yes, he is a but, statist. Yes, yes, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I never looked at the Pope as like some godly figure that I need to fear or anything. So, I mean, like, and then you read in, in more and more about the history of the Church. It, it has a very myriad past of horrible things. Um, uh, no, it's not even horrible I, things. It's just like, why do things function the way they do? Why do things develop yeah, the way they do? Why can't priests get married? Like stupid I, I, shit I agree. like that. Like you should really. I agree. Look, I pay attention to it and see how it has manifested in the current in the modern era. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's fair. I just uh, maybe it's because I've come back to it. It's different for me. But um, I I, I think there's a lot of people that would if if the Pope started coming out and saying that you need to like start killing babies for the state. Like, I I just don't think that would go over well. Um, uh, it might take hundreds of years to get that point. Well, you know what you, I mean? Like, you, I know if you take an extreme example like that, but if people say, Hey, the Pope says I should get vaccinated, they will. Yes. Yeah. They probably will. Yeah. But that's, there's power from that position. Like, look, don't oh, yeah. that there's power from that position oh, yeah. just because I'm you, you don't that. feel that way because you're yeah. more individualistic and you're, well, that's, that's you're, my relationship with, you and, know, the church. Yeah. Right? You're you just know? coming back to it. You're coming into individual, like my relationship with God, what I get out of this. But people, that is a community. That is their life. I don't know. That is I, their I, guiding. I, that is the, those are their guiding principles. That's who they look to for morality. That's who I they don't think look most to. people in the church agree with the Pope. I'll tell you that much. At least not down here. I think it's also geographic, cultural. Like yeah, like, I think a lot of the, yeah, it depends on where you are. But yeah, I, I I think there is there there are a lot of people in the church that don't Question. like the Pope that we have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, like dude, when I go to church. Uh, even my priest was a little, you know. Even yeah, my priest here. My priest had a sermon about leaders in the church not always, not always looking to the leaders in the church for your answers. I think I think the most dangerous thing with the church and you know infiltration. Uh, Frank Marshall uh, wrote a book about it. It's pretty interesting. And they the socialist crap. Like, listen, I love my buddy, you know, but the stuff he sends me sometimes, I'm like. I, you, you're like, he's in seminary and I, I just, I'm like, I don't know how you got here to this point. Like, like thinking certain things like, and that's fine. Like I, your study, like he is super not like, dude, it is abs- absurd how much information he can give you. 
But I and I haven't told him yet or talked to him yet about it, which I will. Um, if you're listening to this, man, I will. I just think it's it's like, are you being indoctrinated through the guise of your education? And you know, can you over-educate yourself in a way? Like, can you overdo it as far as trying to like compare like Christ as like a socialist figure? Like Christ would be for Medicare for all, and I'm like, I I don't know, like I don't know. You can theorize, that's fine, I guess. I just I just don't know how you can take God and try to apply it well, to like uh, yeah the idea that, like well the idea that you would even take Christ and then try to superimpose Christ onto some sort into of into a like, critical theory. It's a critical theory well, type yeah, thing. Like yeah, into the modern cool. mores and the the problems that we have, and like Christ would have any opinion about that. Like, uh, no, well, probably not. Well, I think I don't think the the problems haven't changed. I don't think pro- the problems have never changed. They're I mean, always you know, the same. Like, if, if like we could, like I think like being part of the most powerful country in the world, the most progressive country in the world, like should we be working towards things where people don't have to worry about healthcare and, and bills and going bankrupt for that? Sure, of course. That doesn't mean like I agree with the prescriptions of, of like uh, the progressive movement because I think you're just basically saying that doctors need to be slaves. I think that's, that's weird. That's why you should listen to that Schellenberger, uh, Jordan Peterson one. It just came out today because he breaks it down. He's like, listen, like he actually offers solutions that's good. that are reasonable and they're not like, just like, and he's not just writing a book, rambling on about dumb shit. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, these are the things that we can do now that will help us fight climate change. And, but he's like, also it's not the end of the world. We're not all going to die. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, but certain ecosystems could be affected and that could be bad for us in general, like for sure, for food supply, distribution, um, you know, uh, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, it's about money, I think. You know, I think everyone can admit that. It's about money. It's about control. It's about power. Who's going to have their, you know, why are, you know, Exxon and Mobil, you know, the gas companies and BP heavily invested in green energy. You know, like you ask yourself, it's very simple. It's just a very simple thing. And I think the counterculture that is responding now is going to be revelatory. You're about to see a renaissance. And right before the renaissance, a lot of bad shit happened. A lot of bad stuff happened that inspired the renaissance. It's going to be brutal in the short term, but we will win. Culture will survive and we will respond in kind. Well, culture has no choice but to survive. If people are around... No, no, I mean, like, no matter how the the chips fall, the the culture of authoritarianism always dies. It can't be maintained. It's too regimented. It's too difficult to maintain, especially with the modern technology. I think people in Soviet Union, when you read uh, The Naked God, they were all talking in the bread lines, all talking about how stupid the system is. I understand that. But that's what's so, um, I guess instructive and creepy about the parallels between now and a hundred years ago because yeah, people because people because they are still literally using the same tactics the same kind of soft gestapoism of like you yeah. know suppressing information and etc cetera, etc cetera. i mean the past 19 20 months have been pretty wild pretty pretty yeah, fucking wild that's what- but when now we can communicate globally, we can communicate in mass. We can organize well, and collectivize a lot easier. It's a lot harder to shut these things down. And well, that's what we uh, have. We have to get off of the mainstream 
mainstream websites and stuff. Like it's no, just not, no. I mean, maybe. I mean, not I, not in total, not in total. Like you stay as long as you can because that's where well, an audience is. That's I, where you can get people. But at some point, like if you don't go all in on alternatives, yeah, you're you're well, failing. You're, you're failing because you're just like you're half in, you're another, half out. Another thing Tim Pool is offering as a solution, which they're building right now, is called the Fediverse. And it's going to be really cool if they can do it. It's going to be used blockchain technology. can't be banned from anywhere. Yeah. And uh, the cool thing is, on YouTube, I was listening to them talk about this a few weeks ago. I believe this is what he said. Is that your videos can be hidden on YouTube, but they can be up on your website, and it will still be, like, taking the data from YouTube. Yeah. Like, so it'll be because you have your own website. So you can have a zoo box no, I know. with your Twitter yeah. and everything, and it'll all be connected, and you can't be banned. So you could be posting on YouTube, but if the videos will only appear on your site so that'll be a lot harder for them to censor it'll be a lot harder for that because like it will be like fed through like this this yeah. system yeah if it if it's possible no, possible anybody that wants to have any type of alternative opinion i guess you could call it or wants to like kind of be individualistic you're gonna have to build your own shit you're gonna have to figure out your own shit hopefully parallel, the, 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 parallel institutions. The, maybe the fediverse is a answer to that maybe you know hopefully it is you know, whatever qualms I have about Tim Pool, like I think like he is ultimately a good presence. Like, you know, maybe no, it's, yeah, maybe I, it's I, not like maybe I re I reached my threshold with like what I can get from that, maybe. Um Maybe. You just need to take a ten month break like Mike and come back and get yeah. a little No, I say, like like when I say like I quit like Tim Pool, like every once in a while, of course like I'll watch like uh Tim Cast or something or, or whatever and Every occasionally, not as maybe religiously as I had at one point in my life. Yeah, I think. Well, I think it's also the uh, your the endurance for people. Like it's been such a long road, and people are just kind of tuning out. I know I've tuned out more than I've ever tuned out just recently. Oh, yeah. I'm so sick and tired of like. I'm like, you know what? The like, same fuck thing these people over and over again. Well, not the same. No, it's just tuning out from from the the narrative in general. Like yeah. once you realize that, like that's the control they have over you is over your emotions. Like a, a man needs to be in charge of their emotions. I think that's a sign of maturity. I think it's something that you know we all have to work on. But letting CNN dictate my emotions is their power. And if I just stop letting them influence my feelings, like yeah, I'll watch and I'll be like, you know what, fuck them. Like yeah, I don't but care. I I feel the same. I think like a Tim Pool esque figure, maybe not him specifically. That you can run into the same problems. No, it's just and, you get, and, I, and I think you, you need to you need to always be willing to kill your darlings, as they say, kill your heroes. Don't mm -hmm. put people on pedestals like that, especially yeah, people yeah, you don't know. You don't know them. You don't know what's in their heart. You don't know what their end game is. And I'm not. And I'm not. I am not like applying any negative or malicious thing to anybody. I'm just saying, as a person, understand yes. you don't know what you don't know. And just be okay with that, but that should. Yeah. But it's also something that can keep you straight. It can keep you straight. If you hear something, you feel like, well, I don't know, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people just get into communities and they just kind of go along with whatever the community does. And it's just like, well, no, we don't want to do that either. Like, we need to be hyper individualistic in the sense of like our beliefs and what we're fighting for, etc. Mm -hmm. And if we can meet somewhere and become a collective, become a community through that process, that's great. But don't ever give over anything to anything, whether it's fucking, whether it's the NFL, whether it's Tim Pool or Fox or CNN, like you just can't, you, they cannot be yeah. 
on a pedestal for you as a person. Like you gotta oh, yeah. have critical thought and be able to think of things for yourself. And I think that's the and most important thing I could ever say to anybody because we all like who we like. We all have affinity bias. We all have biases to who we like to listen to. We like to hear our opinions repeated back to us. I know I do. I mean, we all do. Every it's comforting. It's nice to know that other people think the same way you think. It's the, it's fucking intoxicating. You don't feel alone. It's a powerful thing. That's a fucking powerful thing. And oh, you yeah. can be e just as easily led astray by that as you could by anything else. And it's just yes. always to be conscious of that. But having said that, I do really I actually really do yep. appreciate Tim Pool's presence, his effort. I think I like that he's proactive. He's building his own shit. That's great. That's awesome. I really I really do mean that too. Whether or not it's something I patronize all the time, it's something I do definitely appreciate. I definitely respect. That takes work, just, takes effort. It's not does not come from a dumb person, clearly. Uh, yeah. I think the biggest thing for Tim Pool is when there's something really big happen. Have Zubox like something on. Really, like, yeah, have like, Zubox on. Yeah, yeah, have Zubox on first. Exactly. But I think it's that when there's a big story and like they're going to have some like talk that night, I'm like, hey, you know, maybe maybe there's something I might want to check out. But when the the political machine really gets ramped up for the midterms, like people are going to tune back in because people want to, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the thing. It's that you get fatigue. You get fatigue as a person watching the same content, like you said, and constantly over, just hitting you over your head, you know? Um, just not Tetris. I never get fatigued with Tetris. But, you know, there is something to be said that that is a voice that you can at least go. You may know what he's going to say, partially. Um, and uh, I, it's like sometimes I'm listening to Joe Rogan. I'm like, Joe, just let it die. You're not a liberal. Just let it die, dude. Just let it go. Same thing for Tim. Same thing. Uh, same thing for Tim Pool. I'm like, die. why are you guys like holding on to these archaic notions of like, I don't, I gotta be hit. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Like you're like, shut the fuck up, dude. Just. But maybe he really believes. Maybe he really does believe. Be that, yourself, you know? dude. Gives a fuck. Like just say what you yeah. gotta say. Christ, why qualify it? Be like, and I say this. As a liberal, as a traditional liberal, like, shut the fuck up. Just fucking go. Just be yeah. you, dude. Like, don't qualify it. Don't use their words, their terms. Yeah. And this, this and it, control over you and your message and blah, blah, blah. Fuck yeah. that shit. Just fucking go. Be yourself. You know who I am? I'm the party of Sean. That's who yeah. I am. Okay? Michael's in my party. He doesn't talk much, but... <laughs> I wonder why we talk so much. Mike, so... Uh, Tim Pool. Tim Pool. Final thoughts on Tim Pool. What have you been like that you've been seeing? Have you been watching Timcast? Have you been watching his daily uploads? No, I've been watching Timcast. Just Timcast IRL? That's what you've been watching? I think so, yeah. Like his podcast? Whatever pops up on my YouTube video, yeah. It's probably yeah. the podcast one, yeah. Yeah, the two hours. I, yeah, I, don't, I watch like the 25-minute clips. Oh, okay. So you're watching his daily shows, yeah. Okay. You should check yeah, out. Yeah, his... but well, I don't know if they're like in his podcast, like broken. You know, they have. Like, oh, the clips. yeah, they break them down. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, obviously. Like they do, like yeah. the hot topics. Like I don't listen. Like there's only a few. Like Joe Rogan's probably the only podcast I listen to, like from start to finish. Fair enough. At this point, I, I mean, he is he? I don't listen the... to a lot of podcasts, though. I mean, I'm. I don't. He got past you. Know? I'm kind of like been into other things at the moment. Like what? Into, I've been like pornography. Well, like war 
<laughs> no, like work stuff. Um, yeah, going on. And then it's hard to yeah, find and, time uh, to you listen don't call, to. Three... You don't text. <laughs> you don't do nothing anymore. I don't even get yeah, calls from you anymore. It's hard dude. to find time to like listen to like a three-hour conversation, and then that's where you're wrong. And fucking that's where you're wrong. Something in you your house. And... You guys had families. I'm chilling. I'm watching all the podcasts, reading all the books. Ooh. I have been watching uh, Secession though on HBO Max. Oh, I like. There you go. There you go. Is it good? I don't know. Yeah, I like it. Mike's plugged. Have you guys in. ever seen it? He's plugged into the Zeitgeist. I have not seen it, but everybody talks about Secession. I've yeah, never well, seen I it. Might, I might. I might have to give it a look. I got you just finished. You know, so I got. <laughs> I know. Dan's over here watching you and Squid Game. Go watch Secession. Go watch I mean, the Sopranos. I, yeah. Have you ever watched the Sopranos? You boys should check out Sopranos. Sopranos Listen, it's one of those things I look at. I started it. I started it like maybe a year ago. And then I think I went home or did something. And I just stopped and I just never went back. Yeah. But it's so daunting. It's like seven seasons, hour episodes. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's not that bad. bad. Yeah, they're short seasons. They're short seasons. Oh, okay, cool. Maybe, maybe I'll go back. Yeah, but if you that. like a show, then it's just like the it's time not that flies I, by. It's not that I don't, but you got to like really want to do it and you yeah, gotta really good. listen want i to have it. the same thing with tv i have almost given up on tv shows like it i depends. am like i'm like hey can you give me a hot miniseries okay i'm fine with that yeah like, like i really dig the miniseries like mayor of east town was great uh you know the true detective oh, like, stuff i like that thing. um midnight mass hey that shit was fun man i had a lot of fun did you finish yeah. it yeah okay that was fun. A fun show. Let, me, let me ask you a question okay we've never talked about Black Mass. We've never the, talked the Johnny about Johnny Depp. No, that's the you name. You said of, Black Mass. Yeah, that's the name John- of the that's the name of the show on Netflix. No, it's, it's Midnight Mass. Yeah, dumb. Is it, oh, yeah, is it, Midnight. oh, Midnight Mass. I'm sorry, Midnight Mass. Yeah, dumb bastard. So, how did you guys feel like it dealt with like concerns of faith and like belief and death? Did you find that stuff compelling? Did you? How did you feel about well, it? Like, how did you like? Cause, okay, Michael is like you know you're. Like you are a man of faith, you would consider yourself yeah. correct. Dan is new. Uh, Dan is new to it, or you can't come well, back to uh, it. Come on, let him answer. Right now, I am, but I have been before. Okay, okay. I'm trying to get back to that place because I like it better atheist? when I. How did you feel about? No, the, I'm. Uh, well, how did you guys feel yeah, about the conversations of faith and meaning and the value that it has in your life? Like, did you feel like? Did you respond? those things did you feel something did, when you were watching it were you like kind of vibing uh, with it i guess would be a way to put it yeah in some ways in some ways i wasn't because i've i've known like people kind of like that freaky lady in that movie oh yes that's just like too much yeah mike flanagan is a fan of stephen king and that's a stephen king character <laughs> so, oh really yeah well okay, the crazy it. church lady yeah have you ever seen the mist you ever see the movie the yeah. mist he has a that's a uh, there's a crazy church lady in that. I've never seen The Mist, dude. That that oh, was the only it. movie. Oh, you one of the, the few Mist. movies I've been in in person where like people cheered, and I'm not gonna ruin why if you haven't seen it, but people fucking were clapping and cheering. I was like, oh shit. Like, I think I've good. seen it a long time ago. Okay, but anyways, so what? Do, but what did you think of it? What did you think of it, Michael? I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Um, are you just talking about like the religion aspect of it? Yeah. Did what? Did you get it? Did you think it was like a fair hearing? To a certain extent, on like the nature of belief and faith, because they talk um, like they literally talk in monologues very specifically about it. I'm thinking of the scene where uh, the guy goes over to his like the girl that he knew growing up, 
and she's pregnant and they're talking about yeah. death. Yeah. Like there's a there's a lot of scenes like that in the show. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. It had a yeah, I, I yeah. I um it had a good description of it, I would say, for the most part. Do you, did you did you like kind of that's what I mean. Like, did you vibe with the, the complicated nature of it? Like, cause you have characters in the show that have a complicated nature with faith and belief yes. and God and yeah. whether or not it's worth following through on. Right. And, and also, yeah. and also the negative side of following through with it. Cause there is that aspect of the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing I took about it was like, this is what I was most interested in, is like how they took like you know like the 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 sheriff and his son the Muslim yeah they like I took like I found it interesting how you know like that like him and his son and his son going to the new church and how he dealt with it yeah and that's what I was into it's like that and then also like. They kind of, I guess, like demonized Christianity and kind of uplifted is is you know Muslims a little bit. Well, I would say kind of. Would you say? I would say de facto they did because the most reasonable person is the Muslim guy. So like de yeah. facto, you could say like, well, he's the one that didn't get caught in the spell. It's the, oh the nine eleven shit when they went into nine eleven. Be, be, it's the because of his faith. Though. Yeah, well, it's the atheists and the Muslim guy that don't get caught in the spell of the priest, who's also well, a vampire angel, in the making. <laughs> well, I, I think I think the really the most profound part to me, I, I think, is. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk on that very quickly, I you guess the well, the idea would be that they're minorities. Right. So the idea is that they're yes. minorities and the, and, the, and, the, and the collective is responding in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So usually people that are in the subgroup usually see more nuance, see more detail. Yes. Um, that, that's kind of what I got from it. Yes, I understand. I don't think it was saying anything about the is Islamic religion being better or worse. I just think it was really showing about the minority. Like when well, he, it's he, called, he, it, yeah, it's, it's the intolerance of the collective, right? Like people yeah, group, group, yeah. group think, right? Well, like, well, group think, yes. But also, I, I think, you know, if this would have happened in a predominantly Muslim town, uh, the same type of thing with, like, a, a, a an imam or something, you know, I think it would, you know, the argument is there that it, the Christian might be like, hey, man, like, that guy has something off of them, you know, maybe, well, or like, this is weird. But I, I oh, go ahead. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. I, I think the most profound part of it is uh, actually the priest. And the reason why is because being a priest you know uh you know uh, blind and i wouldn't say blind faith but an educated person person who's you know obviously been doing this for a long time once you find out that you know he is he, the younger version of himself eventually is when he f sees the the uh vampire i guess you could call it which he thought was in the beginning because there's a great sense of fear and when you talk about god you know if you were going to meet god or an angel there you don't know what they would really look like and there's this great sense of awe and fear and horror mm -hmm. and 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 that is like pretty descriptive in the bible like people being like fucking basically blown away you know by what they're seeing yeah and, and if god was going to bestow powers on you some sort of some sort of like you are my prophet right you know or something to that effect that you are my light in the world 
and I've gifted you with these certain things, I think that's not a completely illogical place for somebody of, of a belief to go. Because, like, if cause it makes a lot of sense. Like, it, it would be fucking crazy. Well, because, the, like, but yeah, but that's part of, like, the conversation I think the miniseries or the movie or whatever is having is this idea that you can fall victim to your biases. Like, you, like, as, yeah. as a man of faith that has struggled to guide a flock, that's where you find the old version of the priest, right? Yep. When he's the old man. When he's meeting. Well, the, when he, it, when he he's meets, not. When he meets he's the not angel, inspired. he's not inspired. Yeah, exactly. He's like, not. He's not. not he's yeah. not. He has no divine inspiration. Yeah, that you would take any type of supernatural element as People divine. People were going inspir- through the motions before. Yes, and and he accepts this supernatural entity as divine inspiration without really understanding it because it fit, fits into his bias of spirituality and of God and miracles and stuff. And then he sees uh-huh. it in action when he brings it to his congregation. They're way more impressed when he can make a girl walk, you know, yeah. like they're way more impressed with him as this kind of well, prophet miracle man. Right. And that's, uh, but, that's the, but, but the miracles are hollow. This is the thing I liked about the show is that it deals with this idea of personal faith. And it is actually, it's, it's actually exactly what I was. No, it's not a science. It's exactly what I, I, was, know, I it's what I was talking about before. You have to have, your personal faith, your personal relationship with a God. Yeah. The congregation, the flock, the collective is second. Yep. Because that's they, how that's how that's, the main that's how the main character the main female character, the one that was pregnant and that gets healed because like, you know, like uh, the body sees a fetus as a foreign agent or whatever. So she takes the Eucharist or takes drinks the blood and she loses the baby basically. But she maintains her personal faith she has never given anything over to the priest or the belief of the congregation she maintains her personal faith yeah which which is something like is interesting that the uh the show even kind of goes into that like in a which i guess some people maybe could read as wishy-washy but like i thought it was actually a pretty profound statement about belief and about what you're supposed to get out of belief and how your guiding light in terms of morals and principles has to come from you. Well, it cannot yes. come from a priest. Yeah. It can't no, come well, from a, from a preacher. It has to come from you. You well, have I, to I, know right and wrong. You can't let somebody tell you what is right and wrong. Well, okay, fair enough. Then that's just my, another argument for my abolition of the government. But you know, it's the, it's the idea though is through spirituality is that, in, and, you know, focusing on a religion, like, it, it, the c- Catholics, it's clearly defined that priests and the monolith of the church is not your guiding principle. You know, because the whole point of your faith, it is an individual journey. I mean, that's what Catholicism teaches. If anything, you know, evangelicals and, uh, you know, uh, Baptists and, and such, they're the ones that are more about the collective. The, the Catholics are way more about that self-discipline and that, that, that journey towards heaven is more on you than it is on anybody else. It's about um, personal responsibility, right? That's why right. we have confession. That's why we have these mechanisms. It's all brought upon of, you to do it. Yeah, but you have to be proactive, right? Like you have to proactively seek out the Eucharist. You have to proactively ser- seek out confession. 
Um, yeah, it's one of it's the it's, it's one of the built-in mechanisms of Catholicism. That's why, like, out of all of the Christian religions, has always been the most attractive to me as a person uh, because it has that those personal stakes. I don't have to give anything over of my responsibility of my own life to something else. I am responsible, yep. and I think yep. that the show, surprisingly enough does a really good job of illustrating that. And right. I, and, and I d- wouldn't, you wouldn't expect that. I think it's a little heavy handed. I think I was like, it was a little hammy at times, but I think overall, um, I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty clear headed. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I love some of the detail about like the priest and what he's wearing and how the lady catches it. Like, Oh, you would never wear pink cause he's supposed to be wearing green. Oh like God. that's just stuff. And the guy that plays the priest, I mean, that's like an all-timer great performance. The guy yeah. who's the priest, like, I was so locked into that shit, dude, cause because of that dude. I was like, yeah. this is a great performance. Him, Everybody else was... Yeah. Him him in the town drunk. Yes, yes. Who was drunk. excellent. I, 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 I like the sheriff. I really like the sheriff guy. Yeah, the I sheriff, thought the sheriff was cool. He was good, too. Like, I'm just talking, like, pure, like... Art like artistry like performance wise like who did I believe? It was the drunk and it was the priest. Like those are the guys I was like, these are these are fucking heavy performances. Like in something yeah. there were no not too many of the other actors are really getting there. He, he's definitely carrying the water. You know, oh, I, I dude, say, yeah. I have like I would had so much like empathy. Like there's so much power in his performance. Like the soft genteel vulnerable performance this guy gives but is also giving this thing of like what is what is it like to be given fucking supernatural purpose like imagine like you feel that like i know michael's felt it when you become like a father like that's like supernatural purpose you are man you are outside of yourself you are outside of yourself you need to be better than you have ever been that's why you got to go back to church man that's god speaking to you dude that's it that's that supernatural shit you gotta yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. you know bring him in there have him drink the well, hydrochloric I got acid that. I just he will to, live i just had to watch midnight mass and i got there no but i uh, i think that the, no, no, i think I, I, well, okay, well i'm sorry what i was just, i was just saying like i i think that the movie's really about the loss of faith too and i think that's really i think like when he had to lie to himself and and like try to say like uh like you know and like and then and then and then it also got into like the politics of like the power dynamic with the mayor yeah, and like small town state. politics yes it's all but it's all about this web of influence that we in this influence that we have over each other yeah as a com- as communities it's like, kind of like, it, it starts, country, yeah, like it's very much like storm another stephen king thing because mike flanagan the guy who wrote and directed midnight mass is a giant Stephen King fan. If you guys, if it's not obvious, if you watch Midnight Mass, it's basically like an amalgamation of two Stephen King stories: Salem's Lot and Needful Things. If you go check out those stories, that's the story of Midnight Mass. He cribs very heavily from them. Um, but yeah, like it's a. As far as I get away from that stuff as a person, like I do still respect and understand the impulses and I always like like seeing it done justice. Yeah. I and think I, Silence I, is another great is another great movie. Silence is one of my favorite 
This is my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie, and I love that. Oh, I said Silence, ho. Oh, Silence. Yeah, I'm silence, sorry. Silence is great, too. Silence can't is great, actually. Yes. I, I love I love that movie. Mike, have you ever seen Silence? No, I don't get think so. The rest, dog? Yeah. Oh, man. That fucking, that scene. There's a scene where this, oh, I don't even want to remember. <laughs> You're talking about when, oh, when Adam Driver's in the water? No, fuck that scene. That's oh, nothing compared God. to the fucking, no, when they, when they fucking, uh, uh, crucify those three dudes and he's in the water and he's just saying dude that shit is fucking mike's writing it down gotta no write it down dog write silence down it's adam driver andrew garfield um but it's oh martin scorsese man. directed it's martin, amazing oh, dude, that is like i bought that twice uh yeah it's so good so good i enjoy it because it really is uh when when the when the inquisitor dude he's like man you know <laughs> So he has this like crazy voice. Yeah, it's great. That's great. Nothing grows here. The soil is dead. You know, like yeah, dude, it's just great. It's great, and it, I, I feel like the reason why you're maybe me personally, this is the way I, maybe I what I see that you've been going through, or like people who are disillusioned with faith, like I was for a long time. It's it, it's unwilling to. It's the unwillingness to give up. I think to give up your your control. In a way, like there is like a, a sense of like there are things that is, are completely outside of your purview and that will never like like becoming a father. I imagine there's this prophetic, powerful moment that it, that goes beyond time, that goes beyond all the, anything you've ever felt before, and you have this complete connection that is like it's it's beyond just DNA and genetics. There's something deeper there, and I think it's that that well, I felt like. Listen, I have a very secular view of it sure no i yeah. felt, i felt like it was the first time i was like a person i was actually yeah. like a human being that mattered that was yeah. and maybe that's not something i expect everybody to have that kind of uh feelings about but that's how i felt yeah but that love was, is i saw hard. my 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 past my future my legacy i saw the entire history of mankind leading up to this moment that I had a kid right. and what would I do with this power? What would I but do with this power of like building a human being? And yes. you, like, it is not something to take lightly. And I think a lot of people do. They don't think about it in those terms. I think about it is the most dire drastic thing I've ever experienced in my life. My entire life revolves around, making a better human being than myself. Well, and, yeah. and, and, and that, you know, that means a lot of things. And like, I try not to be, have hubris about it. Try not to be egotistical about it. I try to be as like, as open and understanding. And like, it really changed me as a person. Like, and I protect it with rabid wolf teeth. Like I don't, yes. I don't fuck around when it comes to my son or my relationship with my son. And uh -huh. I, even though I know it's will never be perfect, etc. But like, uh, like it really does. It change. That is the closest I've ever felt to like spirituality, for lack of a better I'm way to put that's, it. That's something it's, knocking on your door, dude. I'm telling you, like that yeah. is the. You gave up to something bigger than yourself. That's really what it was. You gave up to your son. You gave up to something that transcends everything else in your life. And there's that moment where there's that, like I can only imagine. But like there has to be more there's something more there's something greater there's something more dangerous there's something else out there that we can never connect with in a physical way 
Like there sure. is a something, and that there's that 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 transcendence. Like, cause you know, regardless if we die and our spirit leaves our body and all the dogma and doctrine and we go to purgatory, heaven or hell, whatever. Like the idea that there is, when you die, you people who are atheist or agnostic or this, that, religious, it's all the same. Nobody truly knows, but there's only a certain particular group of people that are trying to understand well, and that are trying to, to grow to the point that when they do die, they are ready to die. It's not about, it's not about like to me, like when I think about it, it's like, it's like when I die, I don't want to have that, that thing in my mind or that thing in my heart, that, that weight that says, why didn't I try harder? Why didn't I do more? Why didn't I explore more? Why didn't I challenge myself in that way? In that true test of there, there is no greater test because the reason we're losing the battle of the physical world, why monsters are able to reach high points of office, why we think we need these, these things to happen is because the lack of reality that what we do after we die, like what happens after, what, what is the imp? Cause like people who are the, cause like, I think the difference between the like people who just, they don't give a shit about the world. They don't give it, even if they, some people like who are just so selfish and narcissistic, they just don't care what they do, who they hurt. Like they're like, it's all about me, 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 or whatever. And they don't care about plant trees for the future generations. But since you have a kid and now you're thinking about, well, what's going to happen when I'm gone? Yeah. What is going to take my place? Yeah, but that's, and what, that's, that's yeah, a real but, thing. But that's what gives me the impetus to try so hard because I feel like that life and experience is finite. I only I have real in terms of my mode of being, my beliefs or whatever. Yeah. I have real stakes. There is nothing else. There is yeah, nothing but in else this, in this world. There is. I don't know if there's anything else. I don't. So I exist in the reality that I live in, and I have to. And that's how I have to adjudicate myself. Like I, I cannot worry about those other things. I need to worry about being a good person and being a productive person and creating somebody that is worth the legacy yeah. of my name and my family without having to worry about if there's a God or if there's an afterlife. Cause you know what? That's after that's after. Yeah, no, I, I like, hear so, you. Dude, so, for me, so for me, it can be a completely secular pursuit and still be noble. Like it's, still, I, I, it's, it's not about, it's not the lack of nobility. It's not like, like lack of you being noble, Yeah, but that's but, what I'm saying. Like get like saying that things will be better on the other side. Oh, I did make all my sacrifices and I'll have something on the other side to me, to me personally, I'm not saying for anybody else, I, I hear you is a little bit of a cop out in a certain sense. Like, no, sure. I am putting everything of myself into the yeah, world I live in to the life that I have to the relationships that I have. Cause that's what matters here i need yeah, to make I, I, this I world has to be good if there's anything else outside of it this has to come first because this is my experience no, I, I don't i don't think anyone i don't think i mean you grew up catholic there is mike i don't think i don't think you would disagree that or think that the world here doesn't matter i think that's like in the, right mike like you would agree like this world matters like this absolutely yeah. is 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 the most paramount yeah. funda but that's why you enact the 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 practice in the physical world once you die i doubt you're going to church and you're doing all the same things like if this is like you know the theological belief 
Like, that's not what the promise is. The promise isn't enslavement, you know, like after, like, right? So, like, hold on, let me please. It goes down to the integrated man. Like, if you you can have the intellect, you can have the, the physical strength and the physical health and this, that, or the other. And, but if you're, if you're, your spirit doesn't exist, what are you? Yeah, but your spirit exists through what you produce. That's no, how you I remember mean, maybe, again. maybe no, but that is the spirit. Yes, that's the that is part of it. But you don't believe in it. No, like, so you're telling me that I, there is no, spirit. There I, is I, no I, power. No, no. I said, I, well, in terms of how, however you want to like describe a spirit, I believe that my spirit, my legacy, is making a better person than I am. He, right. He, my son, my daughters, whatever, they'll carry on my name. They'll carry on my legacy. That's where my spirit survives. That's how I do something good in the world. That's how I do something good for everybody is doing the best that I can with this. So wouldn't you want to have like a complete encompassing picture for your kids? Like a complete, well, because like, like how you got to experience, like they let them well, come to their own realizations well, yeah, about it. I, I guess. No, they will, and I, and I totally am open to that. I don't like if the, if that if my my children ever came to me and said like, oh, you know, I want to go to church stuff. I would never deny them that. Never, never. Fair that's enough. Not my, mean, that's not my place to do that to well, a person. He, like it's not. He, here's the interesting thing. Would you? It's like on midnight mass, like the um. That the sheriff didn't want necessarily his son going to the Catholic church. Yeah, yeah. Would you ever like if your child came to you and said, "You know, it wasn't I, Catholic I, yeah, or something"? I would let I would let him go to anyone. Yes, I okay. actually I I found a lot of parody with that character because of that. Because I know, yeah, that, that's like, why I kind have, of you can that's ha- why I liked him. You can have your own deep seated beliefs about something, but I do think like the only way for somebody to find their way through things is to experience them. It's not like necessarily me being a limiting force in my kid's life and saying like, Oh no, well I don't agree with that. So you can't ever engage with that. Like I, I don't, especially when it comes to something but is like, there like a certain age. Is there a certain age? I don't know. No, probably not. Probably. I I'd go if like if foster came to me tomorrow and said, dad, I want to go to church. I'd probably take him to church. Because that's like his right. His well, right I, I, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I mean, is it like a certain age of? If, I don't like, think any of this stuff is one size fits all. I think people need what they need. I believe that. Yeah. And I don't judge people. I don't feel any certain way about anybody that thinks differently than me, especially when it comes to spiritual matters. I really don't. I think people yeah. need what they fucking need, and I'm okay with yeah. that. And I'm okay yeah. with that. I respect yeah. it. I respect it. Fair enough. Like I, I, I doesn't mean out, it does not mean that like maybe maybe I I'll never feel that way. But I respect the hell out of it. Like I respect anybody trying to better themselves, trying to yeah. put something uh, positive and productive out into the fucking maelstrom, awful world we live in. Sometimes I respect See, the I, fucking hell out of that. I don't think the world's so awful, man. I think the world's pretty great. I think most of it. I think there's a lot of bad, powerful people. The powerful people can be pretty bad sometimes, but well, whatever you want to call it, like the structures that we have to exist in that sometimes are oppressive or them negative. Down. Sure. Burn them down. Sure, but but like we still have to live in live amidst them until that happens. So, 
rock and roll, dude. I the the thing I liked about the Midnight Mass when the dad let his son do that. It's like I guess if you're from like a really Islamic family or a Catholic family, that's death. That'd be a big deal. It'd they're like kind of yeah. They're like so against each other in no, that honestly, you know. Honestly, Michael, the most fantastical thing about that miniseries is a is a follower of Islam letting their kid go to a Christian mass. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. why I I was like that's probably the craziest. That's, that's probably the craziest thing in that show. Honestly, is that because to me it was like okay. Would I let my child do that? And I think at a certain age I would. I think like sixteen, if you want to, if you came to me, that's where I was kind of like thinking yeah, in I my head, you. like, okay, that boy seemed old enough. I don't know yeah, how old he was. Enough, he, seemed like six, he seemed like okay. I would do the same thing. I think. And then your kids drinking lighter fluid, and you're like, it's his choice, man. <laughs> or no, but I think at some point. You have to let them go out and explore, and like, even though the father didn't want to do it, he eventually came to that realization that, you know, if it's I prevent like, it, it's just gonna make him want to do do it more. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like Rumspringa, right, for the Amish. Like, go out, go do it, man. Go yeah. live your life, go rip, or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I think the the most powerful thing is the choice. You know, and like, Sean, you got your choice to make, you got your life to live. And, you know, I don't judge you for it. Um, it it's the it's the choice. Yeah, but and wouldn't, you, wouldn't you say the quality of my character is more important than whether or not I go to church? No, it's not about that. It's not about that. I don't. Your character's great. You know, no, that's what I'm saying. Most, but right? so when we no, when we talk to each like, other, but I'm not I'm not talking to you about character, dude. That's I'm not talking to you about that. I'm talking to you about eternity or I'm talking to you about something deeper than just character. Or some some descriptive meaning we can just throw at it. Like I think it's deeper than that. I think it's something that's really hard to contextualize, and people have tried for a thousand years to try to try to put put their finger on it, yeah, and but, it's very difficult. Well, I would say that like the, the Christian re- philosophical pursuit of knowledge is about character. It's about what no, makes it, a person have integrity. Yeah, but that's it goes beyond that. It's 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 way more. I I think you know it's not about like yes these are the ways you should live your life to have a fulfilling life to have a good life to treat your neighbor well to to not yeah, steal all I mean, those things like, are great. Those are pretty like inherent yeah, though. They're yeah, most of them are pretty but, but easy it, to understand. Adhering to arbitrary, well, quote unquote arbitrary like modes of behavior rules does not guarantee you're a good person. No, it's not about that. That's what so, I'm saying. Like, I yeah, could go through the I motion. Agree. I could go through the motions of something. Yes, and it could not affect me in any deeper way. Sure. Yeah, Absol- absolutely. And and that I I'm not disagreeing with that. But those people are the one. They're not true believers. Those are the ones that will fall. Those are the ones that will when you know the antichrist comes and then the 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 prophet will will describe. Um, the Antichrist is a miracle worker and like, you know, people will fall for that because the things that are going to come if the, if, you know, this is the, you know, the apocalypse comes to fruition, it will be unbelievable. Midnight mass is the apocalypse. Like that's what it is, right? Like it's the apocalypse. It's the end of everything. It's this false well, prophet. It's the end of your understanding I, of things. Yes. Well, no, I mean, that's what the, according but, to apocalypse, it will be the end of our, of our current formation of the world yes but that will be those people a large majority catholics as well will turn away from god because they're not true believers 
They yeah. will fall I, for the Antichrist. That's what the point is. So, like, if you, it, it will happen to. It, that's why it's deeper than just character and what how you well, act out in the world necessarily. It's no, like, no, no, no. Hold on. If, <laughs> well, I think if you are a moral person, and you, no, I think no. actions trump words. According to Apocalypse, no. Well, they're like, uh, no. Well, well, I, I disagree. I, with I, fundamentally, I, I disagree that no, actions, no, but you're, actions yeah, but you're not, trump words. No, I, yes, I, I think your actions that they when they turn away from God and follow a false prophet, the Antichrist, and they will witness the miracles. Yeah, but what if you don't? What if you don't? Dan. What if you don't follow a false prophet? If they, God will give warnings. He will send three angels that will go around the world and tell everybody, and they will be like, "This is not the truth." And they will, and people will not listen. Maybe he, God will. Yeah. God will give you warnings, and and say like in real miracles in real life. Yeah, but don't and, like, you don't you, like, don't you like think that's like that's like a video game? Yeah, I mean, but like again, again, as Jordan Peterson would say, most things have been inspired through, you know, uh, like it, it, it's not even. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say this. Like what. Like what you know, like it goes back to the whole priest thing. People leading on priests, like the main purpose of going to church and the main function of a priest is to give the Eucharist to people, yeah. and so you can receive the Eucharist and also guidance and community and guidance. But but the but the main function that's why the priest is the only one that can go up on the altar. Yes, but, and well, take but the what, Eucharist. what comes with that ability and that power? Like it is not just some in a thing in a vacuum that you're like, oh, I just go see a priest because he can give me the Eucharist. Well, that would be pretty cheap. No, but that is his main function. If it, that is, that's his mission. No, I understand that. That's, that's I, the only no, thing they're no, supposed to do. Well, hold on. It is not the entirety of the mission of a priest is to no, give people the Eucharist. Yeah, they they have like obviously other there's, things like guidance exactly counsel, like if you confession. when you are if you are but a believer they have other sacraments you make an yeah. assumption about their authority because of their ability that is well, I, that's I, I but that is what happened that is a thing come on yeah i understand those aren't true believers then those aren't I, people that i disagree that will, i disagree that they're not true but that's why you go to church you go to church to receive the eucharist that's and, it and to no and to hear a sermon that's not it but the main reason is that is that the main but, the main reason? Well, that's, no, that's you can, one main no, reason. You can go to church agree, and, not yeah. go to, and not receive the Eucharist. I know, yes. but the still yes, some, but the main still gets something out of it. It's about you're supposed to. I, 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 yeah, you're supposed to go to I'm not church, saying man. what you're supposed to. I'm saying that if you believe as a Catholic, your main you should be going to church. You do. I understand that sometimes you have mortal sins and you can't receive, but. Your main focus is to go and receive the Eucharist, which is Jesus, and that's that's sure, the main. That should be your main goal, and that's yeah. the main. That's the main function of the priest is to be able to give you that. Obviously, there's other things, but that's the main thing. He's that's not like the number not, one thing. He's not just the deliverer of the message of God. I mean, that's part of the function, but the, the like because the interpretation can be different from every priest to priest. Like mm -hmm. everyone has their own little variations and nuances. So you're not going there just to get the message. Like, that's part of it, but you're not supposed to, to wear their message on your heart because you're not supposed to worship a priest. The priest is the arbiter, the 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 person that... Like, that. It, if you read St. Thomas Aquinas, he talks about it extensively. He talks about how the priest is just, you know, a conduit 
You're, it can be a connection to God, but yeah. the priest is not God. Yeah, but it's and, not some. You are oversimplifying that. It is no. Not, it, it is, I it's mean, not, you're talking about you're talking about like the literal, like like psychological effects. I'm not yes, talking about so does so Saint Thomas uh, Aquinas yeah, in but, terms of function of what a priest is, which is and what he does for his flock, his community, yes, his yes. congregation, and they can be led astray. But that's why you're not supposed to idolize them you're not supposed to worship them no because I don't, the, of course the, not. so like to, to go get to get the eucharist to be given the eucharist like i think i agree i think that is the main reason i mean i think that's well that is that's what they said i mean that's i mean i that, i mean that that's like there's obviously other reasons other sacraments that the priest provides like baptism and holy you know confession and things like this but right the main reason why you should want to go to church this is what they teach is to receive the eucharist Sure, to receive the Eucharist and every other mechanism to achieve that is achieved through a priest, like you said, baptism, yeah. confirmation, but, but do, confession. The, those are yeah, all prerequisites. Those are all prerequisites. But that's not because the priest, the con, the quality no, of the priest. No, he's a conduit. Or what? Yeah, no, but like you, the priest can be uh, not a good priest. Like internally, it can be a bad guy. It doesn't matter. It's the practice. It's the application. Okay. So like, so like you can disagree with the priest. You cannot like the priest, but sure. you just use the priest as a conduit. He's just a, he's just a deliverer, and that's it. So like, I think the, I think the idolization of priests, the idolization, those are the well, false like you guys were saying, it's like your own journey as well. Yeah, like, and the priest is not a part of your your journey. I mean, like you know, like it shouldn't be the main function of your journey. Well, it's a, it's the conduit to a lot of people to a deeper spiritual life is a priest. I, I just, yeah, I, I, that's not how I work, I guess. But like I said, I disagree know. with that because I feel like the priest is so busy that a lot of people don't go to them for that kind of stuff. Well, Some like, do, don't but you think that's a negative then. If that's not a, the function of a priest is to, to cater to his flock. Well, no, he, he caters to them in his sermons, but as far as having like three, uh, like three hour conversations with, with, with people that like, I don't think that happens as much as you think. Like he's not the priest. No, isn't I don't. Necessarily I don't think like, it, it happens like every day with every person. Then they have like uh, Bible studies. They have tons of things to kind of support that with a priest. Yeah, and the priests necessarily don't teach those. That's like other people in the church will teach Bible studies because the priest has a lot of other things to do. I don't know. Outside I, of just saying I, I think, mass, I think think of thinking of a priest as like a banker as like a third party to get to your money or to get to your spirituality is a but it's, that's weird. not that's not the view well that's what you're that's saying you, you're saying no like, i'm you saying could, literally like you just need you just the priest doesn't need to provide anything else than the eucharist and confession and your ability the, to, what's the point of a priest then to deliver the Eucharist, they have sacraments. They are given the power. But if you find them, if that. you find their their, <laughs> go to a different church. If you find them to be a bad person or whatever, yeah, then obviously yeah. you would you would you would not go to that priest. But you, but, but that, un that, under your your like rubric here. Okay, listen. If I'm in the middle I, of I, nowhere I know, and listen, I have, I'm not no, trying to listen. I know. Let me finish. If I if I if I literally am in the middle of nowhere, and it's the only priest around. Then yeah, I guess I gotta fucking do what I gotta do, or I'll just apologize to God, and I'm sure you'll understand because this like priest is like a pedophile, mass murderer, weirdo. He might be like, hey, oh, I you wasn't know, going I, that far. Under, uh, uh, un, under the circumstances, I get it. You know, I you know, I just don't. It's like it's like not being given your last rights. 
You know, like yeah, no, I I think Sean has a point where like yeah, they they are meant to guide their flock and help, but it's uh, it's, it's been it's been not necessarily yeah, been, I think yeah. a little bit like over. I, I think it is them to give a direction, but when people start idolizing them and going to them for too much, it's like, like, what was it? Didn't you go to like a a church where that ch that chick was like money 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 whatever like in the same thing when we went to the church in aiken like it was like the guy was always like concerned about renovating the ch old church and this and that we need a million dollars you're like yeah like that kind of stuff just like whatever to me like I, I i don't know but i think the individual spiritual journey in catholicism is it's not derived from a priest it's not like they perform certain functions. No, so I don't. You can, th I don't think it's like to s suggest that it's derived from a priest it would not be. Correct. I just don't like authority. So that's just me. That's where I am. I just don't like authority. Well, then you shouldn't be a Catholic then. No. Why? Why? They're all Why? about hierarchy and structure and. No, they're not falling in line. You, really? I don't know, Dan. I did spend like you know a lot of time being going to Catholic no, schools yeah, for most of my life and reading the Catechism and the Bible, yeah, yeah, and but that's, philosophy but that's, and St. Thomas Aquinas. There's and, bishops speaking out against the fucking the the Pope. There's bishops speaking yeah, out and saying like you know like this that and the other or archbishops too. So it's not like complete fall in line, toe line. Like I think part of the individual journey is finding the right priest finding a good congregation finding the right people of like mind like that's part of it yeah because like, well, then it be just people hold on but then it becomes arbitrary because it becomes what you feel is right well yeah there is that there is that part of it yes so there if, is you're, if you're not trying, if you're not looking to an authority to be like okay what is the map like what do i do how it's do all I say down. why would I need that? How do I well how do I how do I like what do you mean it's all written down so you know that? Oh there. You can go like you just you said a few times. Like it like some of the stuff is very interpretive. Like it's very like No, it is. Okay. Yeah, but there 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 it the self interpretation It would be hubris you know, and you could very easily be wrong. Well yeah, yeah you could. Yes. And so could the priest. But I don't know if a, yeah, and 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 I, I think more like, likely to be wrong. I don't. Uh, there is no likely. No, no, there no, is no, no. More who, or not who, likely. Who do you think has studied the Bible, the Catechism, the dogmas of the Church more? You or a priest? It's not about the Church. Is not. Yeah, the, and you can go to a, a priest about that. You you, yes. you can go to the priest about that. No, I know that. I, like, I, you, but, that's kind of what yeah. I was saying earlier. Like they are, they serve a deeper function in your spiritual life if you were to allow it. Uh, I, just I don't a think vessel for the Eucharist. Not every single person needs that, though. Well, then like, not every single yeah. person needs to uh, go to church and believe in God. I, I never, I never said they have to. No, I, I said it would no, probably no. be good for you. That's it. But it. the the it's main awesome. purpose is not to go to the priest. It's to go to get the Eucharist. That's the whole point I was trying to make. That's the yeah. main. Yeah. That seems like that's such a weird. Focus. That's like that's like oh, I need to eat, so I go to a restaurant. Like I don't, I don't like agree with this okay. idea, this concept right. of like what a well, priest means to like his congregation as like right. an empty vessel for just like well, he, he does like the sacraments. Like if well, that is if, if it's that basic and simple, then like what are you doing? It's it's. What it is mean? that simple. It's not a yeah, complicated you, you, thing. Well, well, you have to believe that the Eucharist is the body and blood of Jesus Christ. That's yeah. what you have to buy into. So if, and if you I, buy into I, that... 
Can a shitty person that does not hold any of your values actually do that? Apparently, what do you mean? apparently, I guess so. Are they able? I mean, I trans- can't, I don't know what substantiate. I don't know what's in the heart of the every Eucharist priest or and the wine man. into the body and blood of Christ if they are not a good person. Yeah, I mean, but if they but, become a priest, they, but like and they still can do it. They still have that power, even if they have we, like a a rotten moral fiber. Can can priests that have molested children give valid yes. sacraments? Yes. Okay. If 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 nobody knows about them, obviously, if if it's a different thing where it's like a public thing, that may be a different thing. But I know I'm saying I'm saying even secretly, they're... even secretly, secretly, yes. nobody knows about it. I believe those are still valid. Are there sacraments? Their sacraments are valid because you believe they're valid. Yes, that's the whole point of it. Like, if I go to a priest, well, then I could go to a then I could go to a homeless guy and be like, I believe that you can. Sean, that's you know what you're doing. That is so ridiculous. Come on, I'm asking questions. That's not Sean. That is that is literally. Wait, what's the question? What's the question? No, what's the question? He's about to say like something ridiculous because he's he's trying to get catch you. He's trying to catch you in in a gotcha. No, I'm not. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. I don't have questions. I don't engage in conversations to win them. Okay, I'm asking. Oh, you're trying right now. I I, I want to hear it. I'm asking you guys very basic questions about. You're trying to say that if I go to a homeless person and because I believe that they you I'm the right. I am. I am. I asked you a question based on what you said. No, I asked you. Is a pedophile that is a priest are his sacraments valid? If I know yes. about it, then Dan said. If I know about Dan it, Dan said. If I believe if it, I know. You said no. if you believe they are oh, valid. That's what you said. That's why no. I asked the question. No. Yes, my individual belief. Because if I am not aware of their transgressions, how am yes. I supposed to know? Yes, I think that's the case, and I think if there is. Uh, allegations or things like this, there, there are uh, that you know of. There are certain immunities that you can have with I'm not receiving. You if a person like that. that is not caught in secret yes. is a pedophile, then it would be a valid, yeah, because nobody would know. Yeah, it why? Would be why does not? Well, hold know. on, hold on. Why does public knowledge affect whether something is valid or not? Because well, I think how, it allows. I'm asking a serious it, question. I'm no, not fucking Sean, around. Well, I don't know it. all the little details. I mean, it's this is things so, I have to research it's, on. It's so simple. They may not be able to pass it on legitimately, right? Because they may they're in a state of grace. Because they're human beings. Let's say they're not yeah, even I don't know if they have to be in the state of grace to uh, well, I don't know either. the Eucharist. Well, let's just yeah, say that's know. not the important part. They are not the important part. If you are go to confession and you are good and you've done your work and you've done your your uh, penance and the whole nine and you go to receive the Eucharist, you believing to take on the body of uh, Christ and the blood of Christ, that's where it ends. Everything else behind that, hold on, everything else behind that, no matter what that priest does, you don't know his internal monologue, his thoughts, if he's a dirty bastard, that's irrelevant to your personal experience no, and your not, personal I, journey. So that's where it ends. Well, so there's no... Because so how am I supposed... It, if I knowingly do it, that's different. If it all has to do with just what I think is true, what I think is right, what I believe, then that is not, not a fucking belief system. That's, that's not what it is. You went through the practice of belief 
that what you were functioning and what you were doing in in function. What you're saying is that it's arbitrary and that I could just do that myself then. No, you yeah, I guess you could. Why not? No, no, but, I'm but, not. Well, yeah, anybody can. Hey, guys, first of all, I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm asking but questions. But you are being difficult no, on Dan, purpose. No, I am. You know exactly what I'm saying, though. No. How I, can you not understand? I literally don't, first of all. So you don't Second understand all, that the person that is going to take the Eucharist, regardless right. of the of the priest that's giving to them, as long as they believe that they've done, that's part of it. Yes, you have to be at you have to have knowledge. Well, I guess to make a sin. Jen, that's Jen, the point. Jen Saki thinks she's doing the right thing, uh, and she believes. No, it. she yeah, believes she in does. that bullshit. So she doesn't mean it's not evil. She's absolved. Of Once again, giving another. No, uh, it's like, Dan, I'm not, it's, like it's, you're like, trying to connect why, things that has nothing to dude, do with you're faith. You're trying to be combative with me. I'm not. I'm trying I'm to not have. Trying to be combative. Hold, stop talking. I'm trying to have a good faith conversation about something that, like, a little, I have not like really dealt with these things in years. Haven't talked about them with people. You guys are engaged in this stuff. I'm asking you questions. That's all you I'm know doing. The answer. It, I you don't know. know the I answer. don't know your answer to it. I do not know. I your told answer you to my. It. If, if I go to, so I know. I know it because I just asked you. So then I asked. Yeah, the but follow then you're up trying question. to connect it to other things that are irrelevant, like Gensaki or this or that. All oh. it is is your because like it's, it's. I believe that if I go to confession. Because of the teachings of Christ, because of the Bible, because of what I believe, yes, it's a belief structure, that if I go to confession, that if I do my due diligence, if I, if I, if I try to follow the Ten Commandments, and if I make mistakes, and this, that, or another, that I have a way to repent for it, so that I can receive the body of Christ and, and the blood of Christ. So that's where it, the yeah, journey you, ends. If I'm not aware of the just, evil man that could be giving me the Eucharist, then I am absolved, and I have still not, received no, the I sacrament. Hold on, like okay, can, we're talking past each other because I was not asking whether or not you are responsible. That's not my question. I said, yeah, he's is, asking if it's valid. Is the sacrament valid asked, coming from that person? No, I'm not asking your personal whatever. That's the only part that matters. That's the everything else doesn't matter. Well, that seems pretty. I, well, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I don't know if it's. I, I would assume that it's valid because nobody knows, and but you, this is like a little detail. I don't know if the priest has to be in the state of grace to distribute the Eucharist. I'm not sure. I this. think they, this I, not, I, if I'm not I mistaken, do, but, I, I believe okay, they okay, do. Okay, but have let's to. okay, but let's say this: if they were some evil little person and then they repented for the sins, went to confession, then they would be in the state of grace technically. Yes, if they went through that process. Yeah. So then, so I don't know. I I don't I don't I I I'm not sure. But even if he did like do something horrendous, and then I don't know. I'll have to look into this. I don't. I honestly don't I, know. I, but at the end of the day, even if they were in a state of grace, you yourself not being in a state of grace, going to receive the Eucharist, your should be the sacrament should be yeah. valid. That's what I think. That's it would how be valid. I, I think Dan's right about. It. I think the church would 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 consider that a valid sacrament just because. That's like, like saying knew. like. Like a pedophile priest, no one knew about it. Baptize a kid, the baptism doesn't count. That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. The parents well, took I mean, the initiative to get the kid baptized in the proper way. Yeah, the kid would I mean, not well, then not be baptized. Yeah, the kid would be baptized. Yeah, baptism yeah. is a little different because anybody can baptize anybody, so it's a little different. Oh, than... te technically, only in, in certain situations, as far as I understand, well, it, I have to do whatever. You, you can't just want to consider an emergency circumstance. Like you cannot just you can technically like when I baptized Solomon that didn't count 
because he had options. He had time. No, like, that's not true at know, all. Like, that's not true at all. No, that is very true. It's not. You I don't know. I don't know about that. It is very one. It, it, no, it, it, you as as, should go look that up because if he has no intention of doing it otherwise and he's not going to do it, then your baptism is valid. So you should go look that up. Yeah, I did yeah. some like fur, furry lines. It's, it doesn't. It's not. It, the baptism is literally the easiest yeah, but, sacrament. That's something that everybody has the power and ability to do, and there's a reason for it. No. If you are, if you believe in that stuff, like there's a reason why everybody as, can do it. As a person, yeah, I guess we I don't we know, go cause... through the ceremony as Christians, Catholics, whatever. Like there's a ceremony that's involved with it. Yeah. But the sacrament itself is something that is available literally to anybody. That's the point. Oh, no, of it. I thought it, but I anybody thought it was only can be saved at okay. any point. Jesus. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all, no, that's okay. all I'm yeah. saying. It, it's like, it's the, but the idea, yeah, I have no idea. I don't think the priest matters as much in the function of sacraments as the individual that wants the sacrament. I think it wants the Eucharist, wants this, that. That is the personal individual journey. The person making the choice to go to church and to partake. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here's like a situation like what happened at the center. Like, the bishop took away the priest's the priest of the center. Uh, I forget which one, but he took mm -hmm. away his his rights as a priest, basically. Mm -hmm. And then, so every time he said mass up there, technically that those were not considered sacraments, or those were not considered were, true communion. Yeah, they because, weren't. They weren't valid. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. I was a kid when that happened. So, so I guess uh, all those people never received the Eucharist when he was there because of because the question is like what happens if the, if you get excommunicado because the church has gone insane? Do you, you still must maintain like there? I wonder like is like this is where the institution, right? The institution, the part of it, is part of the problem that we're seeing in like modern Catholicism is the institution itself has these broad powers ability to strip people of certain things this that and the other and it's usually to maintain order and to maintain yeah. discipline within the in the priesthood so that like you don't get like a rogue priest going off talk like midnight mass like the guy's insane you know like that's part of it so they can strip you and be like no that guy's no good he's excommunicado because he's insane or this person no longer uh, is held within our values our beliefs and that's um, why they wanted to get rid of the latin mass right because in those communities, they were saying that there were, there were uh, the crazy rebellious, yeah, the cra yeah, or priests like doing. I just wonder though. Old way. I wonder if that is that maintain that that how I wonder if Christ thinks on that. I wonder. I wonder or like if there is any writings on that, like because like Saint Thomas Aquinas was uh, excommunicated from the church. He was he was banned uh, for a long time. Uh, he had escaped to France. That's where he did most of his writings, uh, because the church didn't like his the he was theologizing theolo whatever the word is like being philosopher yeah. like and like interpreting and naming the angels and it was highly controversial. He was writing very highly controversial stuff. Now recognized as a saint in Catholicism, you know what I mean? Like because when mean, the church lost his yeah, he also wrote about talking to animals. So, well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't maybe, know. He made, it, made it a little bit squirrely. But that doesn't mean he was wrong about Well, animals. maybe he was talking to animals. Maybe he thought, you know, I don't know. Like, then again, like, that's the whole point of miracles, right? That's what the miracles are. Like, they explain Wait, what's this very... whole thing about talking to animals? St. Thomas Aquinas talking to animals. To go, look he liked, like, but that's what he, he, like, wrote that he talked to them? Yes. Wouldn't that be a miracle? 
I guess under the Catholic Church. No if, you want, if you want to look at it, though, sure. I mean, you can well, say wouldn't that. that be though the literal like? Yeah. That's why he would be a no, saint. Well, One you got miracles. You gotta have. Uh, there's usually like three criteria for yeah. a miracle. I didn't know that about him. though. that's. I'm gonna look that up. See what. No, Saint, yeah. saint Thomas Aquinas is a prolific philosopher. A lot of even secular people look read Saint Thomas. Yeah, Aquinas. yeah, you know, I know. Like, I knew that. The Summa Theologica. The, the, the Summa Theologica is a massive work. Like it's a massive yeah. work that is studied by many people, like not just Catholic mm-hmm. people. It's like a lot of great stuff about just like the nature of life and living. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's yeah. a lot of it actually doesn't have to do specifically with like God, quote unquote. Yeah. It's he very rarely puts it in those terms. He looks at the world through the natural lens, which is why he is revered the way he is. Yeah. And he uh, talked to animals. And he that. talked to animals as an extension of the of the natural life thing. Yes. Well, I, I think. Yeah, I didn't be, know about that. Well, I mean, it, it, like the I think the sainthood stuff has always been highly politicized. I mean, you know, there's people who've been made saints, from what I understand, that were not very good people. Um, you know, in the like, past, well, it happened. Yeah. Like, Basically, if you get to heaven, you're a saint. They just know when they make you saint, you definitely got to heaven. Yeah, like they're like, this <laughs> is a certified. That's a certified. Certified you. That's what it is. Certified USDA beef, prime beef. Yeah, I don't know. Like you know, it's yeah. a, it's a especially with saints and stuff and modern miracles. Like go at Saint Padre Pio. Yeah, or like Our Lady Fatima, the hundred year 104 year anniversary was just a few days ago yeah that was a phenomenon that like a mass phenomenon right like everybody yeah. saw the, the sun dancing and stuff i don't know man and i, I wish know. they had gopros back then you know <laughs> yeah um, that'd be sweet like but the, no but that's the thing though is like what will it take you i guess because like if you're talking about physical world like i'd have to see the sun dance yeah yeah but like if you witness like some miracle <laughs> but this if the, i this saw the sun dance then maybe yes no, but I'm just saying. What if like, you saw a statue of Mary crying? If I saw, he would a, smash it. He would smash it. Look for pipes. Yeah, because like, that pipes. happens. I'd look for pipes. It's, uh, he's like, he's like, is there a certain algae around here? You know, <laughs> um, you know, like what's this shit? Uh, it's like no, but I think the idea though with the miracles and everything, I why would like, and this is the thing. Right? This is the God gap theory, right? Like, would these just be natural occurrences, right? That could. I guess the prolific part would be that they were foretold. Like that would be like the Our Lady Fatima. She said something's going to great happen on this day. A bunch of reporters showed up, and everyone showed up. And you know, um, like that would be part of it. Like rain, thunder, and then the sky opens, and then the sun, and there's like an eclipse, and all this crazy stuff yeah. is happening. Um, how much of it was that embellished for, by the church? Probably you know, a lot. People off, you know. Like, I think there's sure i mean they say it's just people that never in that village had never seen an eclipse so they call it a dance well, it's, it's like completely plausible yes. but to also think but to also think that they didn't they weren't aware of eclipses eclipses are global events too like those are global yeah, events we're, those well, we're talking about a poor village did, of Portugal. It, did an eclipse happen on that sean, day but yes. sean but they're they're global events that means they would have seen it. Yeah, they can happen. Like, it's not every the now and then. They did not have access to the internet. They don't know what's going no, Sean, on 50 miles away glo- from them. <laughs> Sean, they're global. I know. I understand what around you're saying. Around the globe. And all at the same time. I understand what you're okay, saying. So there was an eclipse on the day. Yes. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but that's the thing is like, 
the idea is that they were these people didn't have the technology to know eclipse was going to happen right these things may be in some cyclical mode some cycle whatever but for like these people it would be very suspicious of them to be able to like predict it down to the day yeah, i guess like, it would be a crazy it would be a crazy coincidence right right but like but god would use nature to perform miracles because what we you know like it, it, most things are having a kid is a miracle the 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 magic of creating life like that's a pretty like amazing feat in I don't itself know. michael could tell you you just kind of dump it in him <laughs> you just kind of uh, go but, oh yeah. i'm going to bed yeah <laughs> but like i think in, and in that simple biological you know way it, it is a miracle right like no, but we just wouldn't be yeah. able to do to describe it that way, maybe Mary cheated on Jesus, you know, and she just what? had to make it up. I don't know. Maybe that's what some people say, right? Oh my God! Or Jesus you mean on Joseph. Or Joseph. Joseph was dumping loads, and he thinks he's firing blanks, and maybe one lucky one got in after she had like, you know, a little bit too much horse wine or something, you know, and then she like, well, 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 Dan, the story that is that she was pregnant before she met Joseph. Ah, that's like part of it. Like she was like, yeah. Well, that's like, that's it all happens like within like two days of each other. Yeah, yeah, but that's. Wait, they only knew each other for two days. Well, no, it's like what? no. It, well, it's like the angel comes to Mary, immaculate conception. Joseph is like, yeah, yeah. hey, really like you. She's like, I'm pregnant with God's baby, and he's like, yo, wow, I will serve that's wild. You, I will serve you to the end of my days. That's fucking. That would be pretty wild if some random chick I just met just said, <laughs> that's "I'm scared." Out of like, that's some serious. Yeah, this is a pretty big moment. Yeah, that's some serious cuck shit right there. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, uh, you know, it's like Zeus, right, and Hercules. Uh, but it's 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 the uh, the idea, though. I guess that would be pretty hard to prove, right? But the thing is, it's not meant to be proved proven, right? I guess it's just not meant. Well, to I be mean, proven. sure. I mean, you could that. So like okay yeah. like so like if end times come, yeah, and and like you're sitting there and you like you know this guy shows up he's doing some sick ass shit like maybe he's like, you know a magician and he ends up being like some miracle worker guy right he's like sick as fuck yeah pulling cards out of his nipples and stuff like crazy stuff you'd be like hey man I might follow this guy to my death I don't know I would think twice you know but like I think my the only thing like about the Bible that I do find interesting is the repetitiveness of history. And the wariness of that, um, it is interesting when you start like breaking it down. Though, like, had it happened in history before, where like you could only perform societal functions and like, but in like, they would block that off to people, you know, because like, there's part of like apocalypses that like you have to have, you know, the mark of the beast to be able to purchase goods to do things, and it's just going like, I wonder. If that had happened before, like let's say while they're putting the Bible together, like the like maybe maybe whoever wrote Apocalypse, I can't remember at this moment. But whoever wrote it, maybe Saint John. Saint John. So like Saint John is sitting there going like, "Hey, I saw this in this town where this type of thing happened," and that would be really bad. Or you saw it in the city where like, "Hey, you can only you have to have the mark of the beast on your right hand," which maybe was like an ox, like they were worshiping a false idol. And they have to wear it on their right hand or on their forehead to be able to purchase goods. I wonder if something like that had happened. But you would think there would be some historical record. And then when you listen, like Graham Hancock, I think is like probably one of the most interesting figures when you think about it. Like if people had been around, because we're thinking like six to 8,000 years, 
right? Um, Catholics usually believe the Earth is around 12,000. You know, generally, that the Earth is like the Earth itself. The actual age is 12,000 years old, 14,000. But they do have found in America stuff that's like 13, 15,000 years old, like, like human beings. Like they've, they've discovered certain things that would lead them to believe that there was a civilization here before Pangaea Land Bridge, like before all that stuff. Um, there may have been an entire history that we're just not tuned into is my point. And that like, so if you go back 2000 years, you know, 1500, 2000 years, whatever it was after when they're putting the Bible together, there may have been a history that was more prevalent in culture and society that, you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, no, I understand. Why, like, no, you're, you're, you're saying that there were things that we don't know about that informed its writing. Yeah, like, was there, do you think, because if you're, you know, agnostic or non-spiritual, is that what you think happened? Like, would that have been, like, how did they come up with this this framework, this structure? I know you go back to Ra and the sun god and, you know, and all these well, other things. I think it's, I think it's about, I, honestly, I think it is part and parcel of the grand tradition of humanity. And it's about getting to where we are. So do you I don't think, think that stuff happens overnight or by accident. I think it happens yeah. over eons and over time to even grasp or understand where we are. That's what so it's always that's what it's always about. And this is something I got from uh Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. was a respect for organized religion. Like its function in society, its function in humanity. It's a heuristic, it's a shortcut to all of this knowledge that we gained through pain and suffering and all this stuff. And we got to house it in a belief structure. So we didn't forget it. So we kept doing it. Yeah. People no, no, need no, that. People need that. That's but what you're what seeing you- right now. When you t- talk about secular people and, and this kind of nihilistic worldview, this apathy that's going on, it is because of the lack of, the absence of the function of those things. I don't think that makes those things true, but I think it makes them important to people, okay, fair, to human fair beings. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, and I can agree with that. But wouldn't you say then that the yearning, the, the necessity for it to have a propagate a good culture, a good civilization, um, you know, certain cultures that had fell away from certain actions and certain mm-hmm. certain disciplines led to the downfall of those cultures. And so they put uh, these books together to not just guide, but to also warn, right? To warn, to heed these warnings about having systems where people are... Well, that's what parables are. Awesome. Right. Okay, cool. And that's great. So, and so, then I think- so you're thinking that there was a world like 10,000 years before 10,000 years. Well, I, I think that Graham Hancock, who was an outsider for for decades, you know, like is in the art, our anthropology world, you know, I think some of the things, the revelations that we're finding, you know, in North America, which was thought to be impossible, um, you know, the Sphinx and all these things and the Earth and the movements and the asteroids that could have hit us that could cause some like cataclysmic events, which we are aware of. I'm sure we've probably got lost civilizations over hundreds of thousands of feet of dirt or something like there's I, I don't think that's unrealistic. But the I, it could be that the spiritual side of it all was did because like the spiritual side is the part that is the most important to me 
is going, okay, is the Bible the literal word of God? Well, as a Catholic, yeah, you know, it would be, right? Because it's that it's that eons of knowledge. That is the word of God, right? That is eons of experience, suffering, pain to help you limit yours and deal with yours and be able to move through life and then eventually to the end of your life and be able to transcend this plane to the next one. Um, it, it's part of it. And to think that this is it, I think is that's hubris to me. Like to me, I, I hear, I was like, I don't know how the, all these things that we just cannot, the world, the, the, the order, the perfection is just so monumental to like to think as as far as our, my my little brain can handle. Um, it would be like kind of the ego it would take to say that this is it, like because because the, the sequential order of life once it's over would lead you to believe that if you can be generated from nothing, generated from nothing, then there is something before that. Is it the biological function that develops your consciousness, your spirit, your soul? Is that biological? You know, like where do you go when you sleep? Where do you slip away to? Where, where, where is that place that is black, that is void, that is nothing? Like, what is that? Like, and I think that's that's why there has to be something else. Well, that's as you had intimated before. That's the God of the gaps theory. Like, if we don't understand something, we assign spiritual connotations but, to it but that is god but i don't that is god right like, like wouldn't that but, be like all those, but all those things that you say to me personally is that like well that makes the life i live less important and like to me personally i'm not saying that Man. you're saying that i'm saying me yeah, personally. I, I really value it's like gold it's like it's like anything like that like there's a finite amount of life there's a finite amount of it that we all get. And it's really important that you make the best of that. It's really important. Maybe there is something on the other side. Fuck, I hope so. I hope it's not just this. But I'm willing to accept that that could be a possibility and I live my life accordingly. That maybe this is all I have. Maybe this is all I have. Maybe this is all I have to make a mark, to have a legacy, to do good to do whatever that's a possibility i can't fucking speak to something i can cannot possibly fathom or understand so i don't look at it as hubris to assume that there, there's nothing on the other side i don't i don't well think, that would be hubris right I, no it be I, like, I don't think that's that's not arrogant i don't think that's arrogance at all like what what's, well, I mean, what's arrogant about like thinking that like i gotta make the best of what the fuck i have no, 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 that's not the arrogant. The arrogant part would be that you you would believe to know that there is nothing. Sure. Because there's, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. The hubris is like, well, this is my one shot for sure. Like, I think everyone thinks you get one shot at life, you know, unless you're a, a Buddhist or something, you think you believe in reincarnation, you know, which, you know, that has its own principles and beliefs, which is, you know, maybe there's some truth to it. Maybe there is some recycled, you know, hell or heaven yeah but you don't can, you think that's just like, what it is but don't you think it just makes life all that more important and special I think it, I, if it is if it is your one shot everybody's oh, no, got a shot shot at being the best you, they could possibly yes. be yes yes no i i just don't think believing in an afterlife or believing that there is more out there takes that away from me 
Like no, I don't think that no, makes no, me lazy yeah, in my no, life. No, I but I don't. But that I don't like that I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that either. But you're saying that on the other end that that's what makes a person arrogant. No, the other, the, yeah, believing. That but you can't know, you? But you're like, also. But you're you know also that, asserting like a belief as well. Yes. No. They're both functionally the same, for sure. Okay. Like they're both. So how, how can I? How can? Both, but I don't pretend to know that what will happen to me, right? Like I, I think if I perform a certain way, right? Like, and, and like, maybe, maybe that is part of the hubris of the, the ego of man that we have to continue living life after we die. Maybe that is part of why we need religion to like that ego is so big yeah. that we want to believe that there's a possibility there, I think. But what it does is it controls the ego more saying that I am so control when it comes to the, the after effects of my life. That there is something that is so much bigger and and more powerful than something that I can't manifest in my own head, and that someday um, we will be able to transcend. It's like it's like I well, I don't know I don't know what it feels like to be a a a neuron or a particle like accelerating infinite speeds through time and space. Like I don't know I I don't know what that feels like, but maybe that's all the soul is. Well, it's a particle, you know, that leaves you. I mean, right. But- to me, that is the thing that, like, thinking of life as a finite commodity. It is finite. No, so that, to me, is the thing that, like, takes away the hubris. Like, I don't, how I how can I be arrogant about something where I only have X amount of time to achieve something? Well, X like amount that, of time to achieve like, what, though? That's what that, you're saying. No, so but, no but, that's what I'm, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's about, like, creating a legacy, creating something worthwhile, <laughs> creating a family. Yeah. Like, doing all those things. Those are the functions of, like, of my life that actually make me live forever. I'm not going to yeah. – like, I don't buy into this thing of, like, this afterlife where I live forever. No. I, think I don't think I need about- to. I need to put so much effort – and so much time into what I have so that I do live forever through my family. But you don't know. I, I, I agree. Like, I agree. That's part of it. That's the physical world. That is the physical world. Yes. That's, like no, the that's physical not, world. it's not just physical. No, but let, like, it's hey, not. I'm the one, I'm the one that believes in spiritual no, and afterlife. I'm talking about I, the, I, the essence of a human being is something that you can pass through your generation. Yes, yes, and I think and it, it has pass, and it's a completely it pass, secular function. If you would like to look I, at I it don't, that way, I don't think it's secular though. I don't think that's secular at all. I think that's it, it, sec, being secular is still a belief. It, it, it's still a way of function. Yeah, I'm not saying you're going to be a bad person because, or like, you're not going to be able to accomplish great things in this life. I think the hugest where it comes for me is saying that we are going to be able to like. What is the afterlife? We have this physical bounds. The only way we can explain it to ourselves is thinking that it's going to be a certain way. Like we're going to be able to have our whole, like everything's going to be perfect. Like, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't think that's, I don't know. I don't know. Like all these like beautiful Hollywood versions of what heaven or hell is. It's the, what's your conceptualization of the afterlife? Then? No, I don't think there is a conception. I don't think I can conceive. I don't know if I can conceive. I can, I can use my human brain and my human experience to try to translate it. Like maybe it will be a, a black void, but you, your consciousness doesn't have a function. 
but only in the physical body it does. It's the only time it really has a mo like a, a, an M a, a function, a, an applicable realization in the physical world. Once you're out of that, there has to be something that leaves. Like, you know, they say you die. I don't know how if, if it's theory or joke or whatever. I don't know. I haven't read up on it. But that, like, when you die instantly, you lose weight. You know, you lose a certain amount of weight, like instantly. The moment you die, and some people have said, well, it's all the gases leaving your body. So that would explain because gas still has weight. That could be possible. But there's something that happens at the moment you die. I think anytime you're around someone who dies, you feel it. Yeah, you know, sure, like of course. You yeah. feel something leave this world. It's gone forever. There is something that you won't ever be able to touch again or tangible, have a conversation with. Because at the end of the day, you know, you like it's like our father. It's like you're taught you're you weren't talking to the body, you know, you weren't talking to the physical. You were talking past that. Like right now, this conversation is not physical. It's not re it's not a real thing you can touch. It's not tangible. It makes you feel things, it makes you angry, confused, sad, happy, all these like emotions, but that is that subsurface, that's the spiritual. That's that thing you can't really touch. The thing that when in, when you get broken up with a girl and your gut just wrenches and you feel your insides turn, or you're you know like those are like just things that you just can't explain. Like when 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 your son was born, like those things are just too big. No, I I understand that, and those are things that are kind of a, impossible to articulate to somebody that has never felt them, right? Like heartbreak or whatever. Like yeah. they're, they're just really hard to communicate. I don't like, like, I don't, I guess I just don't like immediately chalk those things up to like a spiritual sense. I just think that's just part of the human experience. I just like, and I'm comfortable well, right. with, I'm comfortable with not being able to explain every aspect of it. Fair enough. I, Fair enough. And I'm not like married to anything. Like, I'm just like, well, yeah. Yeah, well, will I change my mind someday? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. And I mean that sincerely. Like, I really don't. Know. I feel you. Mike, what do you think? Why don't you wrap it up for us? Yeah, I'm good with all of that. <laughs> he's, done. he's done. He's like, <laughs> he's toast. I've been he's done. toast. It's one of no, the I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, you were, t I mean, about like the afterlife and stuff. What do I think about it? What, do, what is your, like, what's your conceptualization of the afterlife? Do you have a conceptualization? Do you think there's anything after the corporeal world? Do you think like this is it, or do yeah. you think that there is something beyond beyond this? Is it is it a place where you like meet your your lost loved ones? Is it a, is it or is it something you can't describe? Something you don't understand? I think it's something that I can't understand, but I understand that there's a good place and a bad place, and I want to end up in the good place. That's what I believe. Uh, fair enough. I mean, whatever. Keeps and I don't alive. know what that means, but I just—that's—that's uh, that's why I believe there's a bad place and a good place. And I just—I believe that if you're a really bad person, there's no way that you're going to just be like everybody else and end up in the same place. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's kind of sick to just know that maybe they'll be damned. You know, maybe, maybe there's a punishment that goes after for their evil deeds, the things that these people do to their children, to, to friends, to like these really bad, bad, evil people, you know? Yeah. But don't like, you think some of that's like born out of like human no, nature, I think, like our need to like find justice and everything. No, but, spe 
spirituality is nature. No, okay. It is. That's what Jordan Peterson talks about. He's like, it is inherent within all of us. Sure. It's part of us. No, but what I'm saying is like, there is a part of like that, that process that of all, no, that all people have retribution, justice, whatever you want to call it. So we can take solace in the fact that like, okay, well, this person didn't get caught for their evil deeds while they were alive, but, but they'll, they pay, they'll pay for it on the other side. No, I think yeah, that's, that's to me. I mean, to me, that's just that's like part a, of it. That's just a comfort thing. It's just I think it's another I th- well, part of I the think, mechanism. Sure, sure. I mean, I think everything comes down to some sort of comfort. I think people have used religion to explain plenty of things to comfort themselves. You know, but I don't. I don't know if if religion is there. Its entire purpose is to just comfort. You know, I don't think that's. I don't think it's some morphine you inject to just make yourself feel better. Connecting yourself to something maybe a little bit bigger than yourself. Something that's that is going to just, you know, be able to maybe give you something that's more fulfilling than just thinking this is it. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's part of it for a lot of people. I didn't find religion again because I thought that I needed to prepare myself for the afterlife. That wasn't me. That wasn't how I reached my determin- determination about going back to church. I thought there was a spiritual battle. Or something happening within me that was lost and disconnected, and it wasn't. My life wasn't getting any better. I wasn't preparing for anything that was going to. You know, just like there was something missing. And I'm not saying it's fixed everything. It hasn't. No, I still have plenty of questions. Still plenty of doubts. Still plenty of, you know, horrors in my head, just like everybody else. I don't think that's what it's not. That's not why I go. You know, I go because I must. You know, like there's a there's a battle coming. And only, oh, that's the only people that will be able to survive are strong people for sure. Um, like people that have like deep connected feelings to themselves and to their world around them. Absolutely. But there is something coming that like, I think you need. You need, you have to, you have to. There is like, I, I, the government is not end all be all. Even if they execute you for belief or imprison you, um, there's something they can't touch there's just something that no i one believe can... what dan just said too just let everyone know yeah they just no one can touch like there is a battle and only no i just listen i sent dan a video the priest talked about this i believe this too listen well i, I mean uh, i believe that i am a fully formed in that, atomized in this... individual and, yeah uh, no i think the 15 minute video it's a lot of hyperbole it's you know it's fine it's a lot of like building up and that stuff, I, I I was feeling that before, like not not the end times, but the end of no. Dan, I sent you the one with the Exodus, the Exodus priest. Did you listen to that one? Did you send me that one? I might have sent you the wrong one. I'll have to because right, I it. there was another one you sent me. It's like a really young guy. It's like two hours. He's like super young. He's not a priest. He's like a evangelical evangelical guy. Oh, I might have sent you the wrong guy. Yeah, maybe you did. You sent me some fucking I might young, have. young fucking goddamn heathen. Some heathen. Um, no, but I, I think the it, it's there is something else out there and there is something coming. And I think it's always coming. And you have to prepare your spirit for battle. You know, it's like why do why do we do practice? Why do we do mental training? Why do we need psychologists? Why why do we why do people do these things? Like these things are very important. And uh, I don't think someone's weak because they go to a psychologist. I don't think someone's weak because they go to a priest. I don't think 
someone's weak because there is they realize there's something that maybe they just don't have a good handle on because there's this internal thing there's just this thing that is there and always and i think once you recognize that it frees up a lot of the burden of of the weight of the world on your shoulders like it does it just takes that like it takes away the pain the the not the pain because it's there but it takes away the the falseness of it. Hey, whoever gets to this point is going to be a true listener. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if anyone's going to make it. <laughs> hey, at least we're not talking about anarchy, you know? I mean, yeah. at least we, we made it every, all Just everybody episode. else's favorite topic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is, like, you know. You know no, I don't have a problem. No, I think these are good things to talk out. Like, it's good things uh, to talk yeah. about. You know, like uh, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, you could you could do a part one, part two on this bitch. I'm, probably I'm going to have to for the audio version. Yeah. Hey, what do you think the percentage is if somebody like if somebody was on? What do you think the number is of people that out of hundred listen? listen to, yeah, whoever's thing? gonna listen the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Three, you think one person will? Three people. Three. You three? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh wow! So there'll Thanks. be three people that hear this. That's crazy. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey, and listen, the way you get maybe more than three is uh, you share it. And you decide to subscribe. You smash that like button. Let me tell you. I mean, listen, we talk about everything on here. It's not a very, you know, you come here for nonsense. I mean, that's what you do. We appreciate it. Um, We definitely disagree. I know plenty of people disagree with me. I've lost friends from some of the things I've said on here, and that's okay. Um, It is what it is. You know, I mean, I have. I legitimately have lost friends for some of the comments I've made on here. On here or when you talk to them after? No, on here. On here. Okay. I've had a couple people kind of cut me out, and that's okay. Like, I understand. Like, saying all cops are criminals is a pretty aggressive thing to say, and people don't like it. And then then some of them are cops, and I get it. But, you know, I think if (laughs) they just... If they understood that, like... You know, it doesn't being a criminal doesn't make you a bad person. But you don't get the meta text of what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's not my fault, dude. You're stupid. You're just no. Uh, I I I hope they do well. You know, I I bear no hatred in my heart for those people. There's, but seriously, you know, fuck I, fuck I, those people. Seriously. No, no, no. It's like uh, if you're not Ryan with Zoobox, what are you doing? Come on, we're no, we're a I mean, podcast for everybody. We have the we're the podcast for the median man. Come on now. Matt, we are. If you're not trucking with Zubox, who the fuck are you trucking with? Get out of here. Get out of here. You trucking with the devil? I don't think I so. I mean, they must, be. they must be. I mean, you might be. I don't know, Sean. I don't know. I know about you. Shit. And <laughs> Shit. I'm going to be people to the enlightened ways. Dude, check out the RG351V, man. Have you ever heard of the, so, but Dan, the light bearer, yeah. Lucifer? Yes. Yeah. Are, 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 I was just going to ask you, or like, do you believe in Lucifer? Absolutely. I mean, Lucifer is, I think he's real. I think Satan is more of us. I think Satan and the demons and all that stuff. um, I don't know. It's interesting. You know, my house has not been as rambunctious at night, if you know what I mean. Uh, since I started to do a hail, hail Mary before bed, say my prayers. It's all quiet. But but do you you believe this? Do you believe, because I believe this stuff. I, I do. Do you believe that? Like Lucifer would try to influence culture and try to influence people to do oh, bad yeah. things. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a deceiver. That's the old, the great deceiver. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, it's 
the, the idea, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if God is a physical represent. I don't think it's a physical representation. I don't know if there is no physical manifestation. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, but- that's what I'm saying. The physical manifestation, like if Jesus is the example, right? Like, and is the Antichrist really the son of Christ, uh, of of uh, the devil? I mean, is that like Hollywood? You know, like uh, I don't, I don't think that's well, going to be gonna the be mother. I don't know who's going to be the mother of him. Watch, oh, he's going to be the son of a jackal, and uh, he's going to be president. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen yeah. these films, but yeah. I've seen this. Well, I film. mean, I, I, I think that, that it is weird how some of those people died. I mean, that is some pretty strange shit. I You're mean, talking about the omen. I mean, it's some pretty strange the shit. Omen. It's pretty strange shit, dude. Yeah, when you guys had fucking cut off by the plate glass, and wacky, you guys had cut off wacky, real life. Wacky shit, dude. And there are coincidences. There was also warnings, Sean. Okay. I am Pierce Brosnan from Dante's Peak, warning the town. Warning the that's town. What I, that's that's who I am. I'm just get out. It's not real. We can't. We cannot put it into a state of emergency. It would be so embarrassing. Like, think yeah. of that's how they yeah. think. It's like so funny. Yeah, but that's how they really think. They're like, we can't. Do not this if you're now. Joe Biden. Everything's an emergency, well, I guess. Yeah, and if you're Joe Biden, yeah, then Dante's peak would have been saved, and that Let's old lady it. would not have burned to death in the lava. Exactly. She's exactly. like, an, she's basically an anti-vaxer. She wouldn't take the vax. <laughs> she got burned by the lava. Oh, what man, no. that's what but yeah, no. And you think that the, the I, I always think demons and I'm like, man, you know, you, uh, you're just like, I don't know if they're like physical, you know, like I think there's, yeah, like, I don't know about the like that, but I think they can like enter into people's bodies and like kind of like influence them and has people sin, they get kind of, yeah, but see like that, I think this is where, this is where you, you, you like the, the physical, the biological and, and the, not like enter into the bodies, but into like their minds and kind of well, like. Put yeah, you're, talk- in there. you're talking psychological, spiritual. That's how they affect you, right? It's not like a thing where they possess you or whatever. It's like no, it's like a, it's like a death by a thousand cuts. It's like no, no, the, no. Slow, yeah. the slow build up to like abhorrent behavior, abhorrent behavior. Like it's no, I, I think I, I think you know, like possession, like in the the literal sense, like what you see in movies. Like I think there's some maybe validation there i think it's people who get completely consumed by it like it, it's like breaks them psychologically like something happens you know and then there's like I'll genetic- send you this exodus Bruce. you may you may find this very interesting what this guy has to say what's going an, on an, an, you, you said he's an exhibitionist no an exodus like yeah i, I know i know <laughs> yeah yeah no, i know i i uh father malachi and stuff like that like some pretty interesting stuff there you know but how and, and the thing is man the devil is in the church. He's a great deceiver, and that's the thing. Like they will use things and manipulations, and I, I think it's a spiritual battle. I think it's that internal battle that you have with yourself. And demons and Lucifer will try to persuade you through your selfish desires to make actions that will corrupt your being, corrupt your your life. It's kind of like Nancy Pelosi, you know? Like Nancy Pelosi is probably possessed. I mean, she's a dumb bitch. This one, I'm like, calling yourself. A- we Calling to, yourself a Catholic and then saying that you're okay with like abortion, like I don't understand how you can make that determination. Well, it seems like it would be disqualifying. A lot of Catholics felt the same way, actually. Yeah, but no, but they're still giving Eucharist to these fucking but, uh, people. Like that's you know, the fucking psychos. You know, just in all fairness, Dan did watch. We went to go see the new James Bond movie. I liked it. Dan literally, like, immediately went to. <laughs> what? What did I say? You immediately went to like, oh, that's like how like Trump. People and liberal people feel. 
yeah. during this monologue that the villain gave, I was like, you got to unplug, buddy. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. That is part, dude, politics is everywhere. They fucking did that on purpose. That's intentional. Like, it's intentional. They, they, you just don't. And the thing is, Sean, fuck you. Art's up for interpretation, dog. Okay? I can't I help the way something makes me feel. I can't help that I saw a connection with real life. That's what Art's supposed to do. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Fucking scum. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, trying to control my spirit. You can't. You can't. Yeah, Satan. <laughs> Back away. I'm going to go talk to this priest that I don't believe in. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Think you're bullshit, priest. But give me, but that, cool. give me that sweet give me Eucharist. That Eucharist. But uh, anyways, yeah. anyways, well, we've been going. This is actually might be one of the longest episodes of Zoobox ever. Yeah. I think this is the longest one. Four over four hours. That's yeah, that's there. a long. Maybe the live long, stream on election. Yeah, well, that yeah, but as a proper episode of Zoobox, I think this is the longest we've done it. We've climbed we've the mountain. Broken records today. Everything's I falling. Mean, Records are falling. Eyeballs are falling. Minds are block, falling. Block, blocks are falling. Blocks are falling in 3D. Yeah. Sometimes they got gaps in between. Dude, it's so cool. You got to try it out, Sean. Put on the Virtual Boy. Do it. Just try it. It's fun. It's I will. Like you no, might, I'm you going might, to. You might get sucked in, dude. You I might. want to. I like, well, I, I like Tetris, so I'm going to give yeah, it Yeah, but this go. is a whole new level, dude. I'm going to give it this a go. Because you got to use the buttons a lot, okay? You're going to have to be like... Doing stuff like it's busy work, but you know, you might get a cramp, but it is very rewarding. I mean, I, I, I survive and prosper through all things that God gives me, you know. So, I just <laughs> what is what is what is uh, it's always funny. Um, for one, <laughs> through God, all things are possible. Yeah, that's Mac. Yeah, <laughs> he's so great. He's, he's like, Why don't we is... have a Bible behind the bar? Why don't we have a Bible behind the bar? <laughs> If anybody wants to go check out uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, excellent, excellent program. It's on Hulu. You can go check it out there. All right, boys. Well, I think that's a podcast. I think we're yep. good. I think we're done. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, this has been Zoobox, a podcast about nonsense, much of which you've just heard. And we will uh, we'll see you guys next week where we talk about all sorts of new nonsense. Dan might turn into a werewolf. Who knows? Good night. Goodbye.